I mean, we and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this, the first token of the Alana priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? We can always cut shit out, so... Oh, they, of course. So what's up? What's going on with you? I think uh, somehow I'm just fucking tired. And Dude, everyone, 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 everyone. I'll I tell you. Alive. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But, like, everyone. Except for somehow the kids are super hyper during the day. I don't... <laughs> My child was, like, <laughs> trying to come up with things to talk about. Um, while she was eating her sandwich that she's supposed to, you know, she's supposed to eat dinner, but she didn't. So we're like, yeah, have a sandwich and go to fuck to sleep. And uh-huh. she's like, so tell me about when you were a child, mom. And I was like, you're just trying to stay up later. Eat your sandwich. You're like, you want to hear a horror story? <laughs> so is, is Josh your brother? Yes. Josh is my brother. Okay. Who's, who's his brother? Nobody. Zero people are his <laughs> I like got I got mad at Al this week. I got like got mm. mad at him. Or maybe it maybe it was last Thursday. I got I like tore into him because he he's in third grade and he comes home to a 3-year-old with that kind of energy. Mhm. And that kind of I mean, I don't want to like whatever, but that kind of boy energy he brings that home to a 3-year-old girl. And I'm like I was like Alex, oh <laughs> I was like, she is three years old, <laughs> and he's like, what? I'm not doing anything. I'm like, she was being good. We were all playing basketball, and she didn't even want to play like with us. She just wanted to play with a ball and it be on the court. Uh-huh. And he was being so mean to her, and I was just like, no. <laughs> I was like. I was like, I'm the little sister, and that sucks so bad when you do that. I'm like, she's not even disrupting us. I'm like, she just wants to be involved. How hard is that for you? And he was just like, he's like, I'm not even doing anything. And I'm like, that is a lie. I sat here, and I watched you do something. (laughs) (laughs) And Jake has cameras all in his backyard. And the next day, I wanted to go drop something, like the scrunchies that I have because Sophie wanted some. And I was like, I lost my shit on Al yesterday. <laughs> and Jake's like, good. <laughs> so, but we're good. Al and I are good. He and I listen to a podcast when I pick him up from school every day about Aww. something supernatural. That's awesome. But I, yeah. I've, and then Sophie's also just been like off the chain. I've, I watched him three times this week and I'm just like, release me. It is yeah, she's extra. She's sick today, though, because, like, Aww. she didn't take a nap at all. And I was like, I text Lily and I'm like, hey, do you want me to pick up Al? And she's like, yeah, but Sophie's asleep. So would you guys be quiet? And I was like, oh, she sleeps when I'm not watching her. <laughs> she's like, she's actually sick today. And I'm like, oh, great. Can't wait to catch it. If I haven't already, I mean, seriously, we're all so run down. Yeah, honestly, that probably is what it is. It's probably just this virus that's going around this video. So <laughs> is it the Rona? No. We're all like, nope, it isn't. Sure is it. My halo was like 
swinging a necklace around and trying to make me go to sleep, which I was happily, I wanted to do that so bad. And I was like, okay, good night. And then she was like, no, play with me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I love her. And like, I keep telling Spencer one day play with me is going to turn into something like I need to talk to you about something. Uh-huh. And if we don't play with her, she's You're going not gonna to get assume the... we don't, we aren't invested in her and she's not going to build reliable trust with us. And so those talks aren't going to happen. So we have to do it. But I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm not worried that the talks aren't going to happen with these kids. They, uh, well, you're the aunt. <laughs> I know you're the aunt, but I also was felt bad that I like lost it. I mean, I, I think losing it is kind of a harsh, it's harsh, but I was just like, Alex. <laughs> He's probably like, okay, Bobby's saying it. It's probably true. So. Very awesome. <laughs> well, I was like, would you do that to me? He's like, no. And I'm like, well, I'm the baby of the family. I'm the baby sister. So you're technically doing it to me. <laughs> you don't want it's, her. It's kind of like, like you're this. doing it to me, bud. <laughs> How's that for a mind fuck? <laughs> You'll be happy to know that I watched both seasons of The Great. Oh. Everyone can, everyone can just shut the hell up now. And you loved it? Uh, okay. <laughs> I literally thought you just logged off the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting down my water. I, uh, I thought it was like, I think it's fun enough, but historically, uh, it's not accurate at all. Like at all. And I'm just like, why are we doing that? You know, the women are bitches and the men are dumb and romantic in this. Like, that's not how it went down. Like, Peter, like, Catherine in love with Peter. Why? Not how it went down. Like, they make her look, like, love-struck and stupid. And the way that it went down is <laughs> he fucking was a bumbling idiot. Like, how he is in, like, the first few episodes. That's how he was all the time. And he died nine days after the coup fighting with a guard oh yeah so like well okay fair things should be historically accurate well i'm just saying like she's like one of the baddest bitches in history and they make her seem like an idiot you know and it's like why and they make him seem like a like a tragic figure almost and it's like uh no, he was a f- he was stupid. He was bad for Russia. She did this huge like she was married to him for like twenty years before he became in charge, and she, you know, she was like she knew what she had to do. So it's just like I think it's like a fun. I wish they just would have just made it and not said it was for Catherine the Great. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. Because it would have been like, I think it's a really good show, but it frustrates me because he should definitely be dead by now. You know what I mean? And they who keep should, teasing Peter. Should def- he Peter should dead. be. No, he's not. I'm. I'm. I only have two two seasons. Oh, listen. And he, and he was alive at this by the end of the second oh, one. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I for some reason thought you thought he was still alive today. Like to the to, to this day, the no, historical no. figure. Yeah. He's like, 
but he died he died he died nine days after the coup Mm. so like i was expecting him to be dead by like the third episode in the second season because i know about like because like i'm actually like into history yeah (laughs) and then the fact that they're like falling in love and shit i was like what like i mean if 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 like to me if it would just been like a standalone just like this is a chick she moved to this country the guy's an idiot she decided to take over his country and then they fell in love like they could have made a different show over that and maybe they got back together like because i want peter to stay (laughs) like she has to she has to kill him historically she has to um (laughs) but like like he needs to be killed off but like if they wouldn't have called the show the great and done it after catherine the great they could have made her his and her love story be like a thing over several seasons they still might because they say it's an occasionally true story but i just i don't know i just feel like she's one of like the great figure female figures in history and they turned her into like a trope or something dumb girl you know that sucks (laughs) so that's kind of where i'm at on it like i'm I'm torn because i i like it i like it but it's also like this this bitch was this bitch like brought science the arts all this shit that they say she did all that she brought all that shit to russia she started to free the serbs you know or the serfs not the serbs jesus the serfs like she started that ideology so like she was very she was important to russia so like yeah that's anyway well, I'm but glad that I, you uh, watched it. I but I and I really liked it. Like I was like, it's too bad that they're doing this after her because her and Peter are great. I love them. I love this yeah. like cute little thing they've got going on. But well, at least we have a uh, succession to look forward to in a couple months. <sighs> Not till April, though, man. Oh, hey, it's February. Before you I know guess. it. It'll be there. God, sleep enough, and it'll come. <laughs> sleep <laughs> you see if you sleep enough <laughs> <laughs> entire deck entire days go by you could miss enough mills and uh... <laughs> don't buy any perishables and sleep and it, you'll wake yeah. up and it'll be christmas <laughs> i don't want that um yeah i uh what do you think about this memphis thing this what? This Memphis thing. Memphis? The, the kid who got beat to death by five black officers. Oh. So they're finally... They're fine. <laughs> Why didn't you say his name? I don't know what it is. Tyree? Yeah, Tyree Nichols. Is? Yeah. I... I think it is... Well, I don't watch videos of black men dying i think that's respectful um interesting that the race of the cops were all black that felt like um really blaringly obvious that the culture of cops is the problem and and uh yeah i just think 
it, to me it's, it's like when like, someone's trying so desperately to say that we're not something that it's like oh this is our chance to show that we're not this way this is per- thank god perfect opportunity let's use this opportunity to make an example and it's like it's so tone deaf to me because mm-hmm. it's like we're finally going to make a big deal out of it because everyone involves black it's right. you're still making it a race issue yes it should never be a race issue when it's a police issue. It's a police when a issue. Co- when a cop is killing the public, it's never. it should never be a race issue, period. It just and feels like it doesn't get better. It, is it doesn't just get better. Worse. It's worse and, and worse it, and worse and worse. And I went over to Jake's and Lily was like, how is this a race issue? Like, I, like she's like, explain it to me because they're all black. And I, and I like explained it to her like the best I could. And she's like, okay. She's like, I, she's like I'm asking you because I knew you would know. She's like... Because, like, everyone is saying it's a race thing, it's a race thing, but they're all the same color. And I'm like, and then, like, I'm like, yeah, but, like, I'm just like, cops should be killing people, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and the fact that they jumped the gun so hard, so fast, and there's not one white person. Well, that's why they jumped the gun so fast. Yeah, it's also like, what are you guys, like, seriously, have some finesse, you know? (laughs) Like... They're, they, first of all, think that we, the public is stupid and mm-hmm. they've been getting away with it for so long. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was talking to one of my friends about it and it's just, I, we were talking about like, he's a black guy and he's just like, I'm like, I don't even know what it's like because I'm a blonde white, you know, a white blonde chick. Like, but I, I'm over it. Like I'm over the, like this needs to stop immediately <laughs> and it's just like and we're, we're talking about like how much shit has been going on that we didn't see because people have phones with cameras on them yeah it's only been now beginning becoming like a real right. serious issue or like the rodney king thing where the only reason why that was an issue was because uh the it got caught on camera like only yeah. shit gets only if shit gets caught on camera is it an issue and it's just like, I don't know, how they had like a black, like the black captain, black female captain get up and be like, we're disgusted. We're getting rid of these guys immediately. It's like, guess what? This just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then just to make it seem like a race, like the whole thing is just like every, every layer of it is so wrong and stupid Yeah, and just should not be going on. And how stupid, like, does do they think we are? Like, <laughs> for real? Like, all of us, doesn't matter what side you're on, this, I mean, it's not even a cover-up, but this, whatever the hell this is, should offend every single one of you. Because it's so sloppy. You know? It's... It's just so sloppy. <laughs> and it's in the way that it's just like, oh, well, this will get everyone to shut up. We'll yeah. get... This is this is an instance where a bunch of black people are beating each other up. You know, it's Morty's kill or uh, Morty's killing Morty's. You know, what and everyone's say? like, "What does that <laughs> mean?" <clears throat> it's uh, it's off Training Day. He says, "Have you seen Training Day?" Mm-mm. That whole thing is about cop corruption. Denzel's Ooh. in it. You should check it out. But uh, he says, uh, Edward's edwards killing edwards you know like it's like uh it's like the dave Chappelle joke like when a cop like robs does something bad 
or like kills kills a black guy they're like just sprinkle a little crack on it but it's like it's like it's like if they if a cop kills a black guy they just blame another black guy and just say n-words killing n-words but uh oh i see what you're saying <laughs> like they just try to they try to deflect that the problem is not with the cops it's actually with this or that and like some other systemic thing that they're contributing to, but they don't want, want to take accountability for. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah. yeah, and so Rick and Morty did it, <laughs> and in the um, where all the Ricks live, Rick and Mortys live. Yeah, they. It's Morty is a cop, and all the Mortys are like living in poverty and stuff, and he does something shitty, and Rick's like, "What the?" Or what? He's like, "Whatever." He's like, "It's just Morty's killing Mortys," you know. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like. Obviously, I can't say the N-word, so <laughs> I'm saying Morty's killing Morty's because that's the mentality. And that's why Trading Day was such, like, an epic movie is because it's, like, it shows that even though Denzel is this, like, black cop, he's still dirty, you he's, know? Yeah. So, like... God damn it. Yeah. Morty's killing Morty's. And people will just buy that. It's just like, oh, this black people killing black people, whatever. And it's like, no, it's five cops killing one child. Regardless, I don't give a shit what their skin color is. That's what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and if the color of their skin and, and the fact that it's all the same color satisfies you, you have a problem and you need to look within. So think about it, you know, do the time to kill and say, imagine if they were all white, you know. Imagine mm -hmm. five white guys beat the shit out of your son and he died. What would you do? Your white son. What yeah. would you do? You would just be so upset. Would like, you there be would cool be, with it? There would be, there would be n no end to hearing about it, truthfully. And what would you do if the whole everyone around you just said, well, whitey's killing whiteys, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, what? what, what? Well, well, he shouldn't have been running or he shouldn't have been X, Y, Z. Or, like, even these <clears throat> guys, like... uh George Floyd, he was like a drug addict, right? Uh huh. So people were like, "Well, he was a drug addict." Like, and like, like well, human Rodney life King, doesn't have you... power. And like, besides the fact, cops shouldn't be killing people. Period. Well, you know the whole Rodney King thing, right? No. Rodney King in the really early nineties with race and history, actually. Rodney King in the early nineties. Total crackhead. He was like on like PC crackhead or cracker PCP. He was on something, and he went on like he took the cops on like uh, a chase. And I think that's why like the there was already a shit ton of tension in LA anyways mm -hmm. because of the cops fucking picking on minorities, etc. Yeah. And there, I don't know if someone had it just like had a camera on hand, but what ended up happening is they pulled Rodney King out and just beat the living shit out of him. So many cops. And either the news was circling in, like, their helicopter or someone got an actual video of it, like, on, like, their shoulder, you know, like, video camera from their house. Like, they had it in a car because it was on the, real, on the interstate. And it's what started the L.A. riots. Oh, yeah. I, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what got released. And then... When it got so bad, they eventually had Rodney King come on uh, the news crying and say, can't we all just get along? That's where that comes from. Hmm. And it's like, 
that happened 30 years ago. And that wasn't even news. That wasn't even new. You know what I mean? Yeah. 30 years ago. So it's just like. <laughs> fucking Rodney King, man. Cops are just. They, they've been doing this shit forever. They just. Every time there's a, like a camera involved, they're get they're screwed. That's scary. Which is why they don't like people recording them. Which is why we should all be recording them. If you see something, it's for safety for everybody, for sure. Right. Like, if I have to be recorded at my job bartending, <laughs> so I don't steal the liquor, why can't y'all be recorded <laughs> at your job with a gun? Right. I'm not even asking to take away the gun. I'm just saying, <laughs> let's uh, let's change this up because I'm really sick of all this. Your cops shouldn't be doing this, and also it's bad for the cop. Like going out and killing people is bad for the mental health. Yes, it has been a little bit. Dis- Maybe this is why I'm so tired. It's because it's been a little bit discouraging. I'm pretty depressed about the state of affairs, actually. Um, All of the violence that we have and, like, the economy being awful and all of the layoffs and all of the people who, like, are trying to get jobs and can't. Mm -hmm. Uh, And just, like, (laughs) China's Navy fleet will be, will outpace us and be bigger than ours in, like, five years and, like, just thinking about a bunch of shit that, like, I don't know why I thought bringing a child into this was such a great idea. And, like, I never will regret having her. It's just I feel so sad about the future I, we're just, like, walking into. And I was talking to Spencer today because, like, all of this depressing shit is going on in my life and... All of the depression shit is going on in the country and in the world. And we've like, people our age, we had 12 years of childhood. Wasn't so great those 12 years, first of all, especially for me and you. But then we had 9-11 and an economy crash and a pandemic and billions of things between all of those things. And so it just feels like... I honestly this... feel like it started with Columbine, honestly. And that yes. was in 98. Yes, you're right. Because I remember feeling, like, terrified for my siblings. Like, I cried. Yeah. Because I was like, what if someone, you know, comes to school, like, their school, like, you know, I didn't really understand high school. I was only 10. <laughs> and I was terrified. Or was it, I, I, it was probably early, when was Columbine? Was it in 96? 10, we were 10. Yeah, so I just, like... <clears throat> Yeah, violence. Isn't it insane that we have had so many terrible things? <laughs> I mean, like, it, it's just just one of the many, you know. Well, statistically, things are getting better. Like, I know it doesn't seem like it, but things are getting better. And China's uh, population is declining severely. If that makes you feel better, it doesn't make me feel better. It's just as <laughs> like I don't. I mean, I'm. I don't give a shit about a navy. We don't have that much. We don't have that much coast. They just want to take over the Pacific Ocean. So, 
don't think I can have fucking fun with that. I don't. <laughs> China's population is seriously declining, and it's going to become such a weird culture over there because there there's so many men over there because they threw away all their girls when they were only oh, yeah. when they could only have one. Mm. Like the population seriously thrown off. They did <laughs> so not the, think ahead about that. Like uh-uh. dynasties and dynasties of people are going to just be gone. <laughs> but whatever, I don't give a shit. You know. Well, and that's the thing is like, hopefully this all goes, I mean, (laughs) we've talked about the things that we believe. I do not be, I don't want to be recycled into this world again. So it would kind of be cool if like the sun exploded and, (laughs) and then everything just went dark. Okay. (laughs) That's not going to happen in our lifetime. No, it's not. (laughs) At least a million more years. But I think it's like a billion more. Uh, <laughs> There's like a TikTok going around that was like, uh, reincarnate me into a sea cucumber, please. I want to be a sea cucumber. No. A they middle... live forever in the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> nobody nobody talks to them. It is a restful, blissful thing, <laughs> please. I want to be a middle class family's golden retriever. Oh, my God. Reincarnate, reincarnate me as the Holtz. Uh, family dog you know we have to talk about we have to talk about what we believe happens to us when we die like in some t- like next oh yeah episode. at some point yeah, we're gonna do. yeah. well today uh, we're supposed I, to be talking about what do you want to talk, talk about something else oh yeah no I just wanted to talk about uh, the drag show being cancelled because the proud boys came with their guns here in Salt in Sugar House oh my god I forgot about that um I just feel like right now we have a very serious issue with men being broken. And I think it's going to tie in a lot to our topic today. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, I'm banned from Tinder. If anyone has any ideas, why? <laughs> I think you've been reported, Bobby. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I've been on Hinge. I, what I've been doing is Hinge. And then mm-hmm. I, I, it's been boring me. So I'm like, I'm going to get back on Tinder. And I hop back on and it's like, you're banned. So I was like, okay, whatever. This was like a month ago. And I was like, okay, well, I must have done some. And then I got back on today and it let me in. So I was like, cool, great. And I had a bunch of messages. First of all, my bio said, hi, I'm horny. And uh, wait, what? What was this Bumble? No, this was Tinder. Oh, Tinder. Which I didn't think there were any rules on Tinder. First of all, I thought this was like grinder for straights. Okay. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> and then I had a bunch of like messages from people saying that's an epic first picture. So I'm wa- I'm wondering what I posted. <gasps> <laughs> no shame for this one. No shame Bobby! in my game. This is why did Tinder Tinder ban me for no reason? Possible reasons for the ban. I didn't say no reason. I said, I wonder why. I wonder <laughs> I just what I Googled did. It. I just Googled it. Tinder bans accounts with content that could be found offensive. This includes nudity, harassment, yeah, violence, physical harm, hate speech, spam, scamming, and other minor uses among things. So probably was the first. Yeah, nudity. I would have. I would have. <laughs> that's an epic first pick. <laughs> but like the question, though, is was it tits or beaver? You know, it had to have been beaver. You love showing that thing. It's true, but I go through stages, and I don't know if I was going through a beaver shot stage or if I was just like, here's a little nipple. But epic. That's an epic picture. Your first picture is epic. 
That feels like a beaver shot to me. But whatever. It's just a vagina. We've all seen one. We all came out of one. Uh, no. Some Unless we didn't. were cut open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plat- like, I think it's called <laughs> Platinum Gaze or something. Gold Star Gaze. I must be, I must be proud of this vagina of mine. Uh, yeah. I wonder at what depths, or maybe I was just trying to get rid of the Tinder too. That's another thing I do is I, I like, I'm like, if I can't get, if I can't quit it myself, I'll make it quit me. You know? Yeah, that sounds a lot like you. It is me. I did that to someone else recently. What was it? I can't remember. Anyway, also, I just want to give a quick shout out to Paris Fashion Week. Just killing it. I I haven't felt inspired by Fashion Week in a long time. And this this year, I've just been loving it. What's, what's been, the look that we're going to be adopting soon? It's, you know, Fashion Week is not so much okay fashion week is like not clothes that you wear on the street fashion week is like going to a moving art gallery okay you know what i mean okay like i I don't think people understand that i think people see like runway shows and they see all this crazy ass shit and they're like fashion that's not fashion blah, blah 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 because they think all fashion is something that you put on and go to the like Smiths for. That's not what fashion. Like you know, fashion is absolutely art. Like I don't know if you saw those, um, those ones where it was like <laughs> dress bodices that were like, uh, they weren't on the person correctly. Like they were like halfway on or like horizontally on or whatever. Did you see those? Oh okay, okay. No, I didn't. I'm gonna look up pictures. Paris. <laughs> but everyone like people either loved it or hated it. I like oh uh, well see I'm kind of queer so this stuff is like great for me well I am an artist so it's great for me but like obviously you can't wear that shit on the street but that's not the point the point is is fashion week is something that like it gives a hint of Mm -hmm. what the what we're what what it's like it's like the inspiration of what the line is gonna be for street clothes it's like avant-garde right yeah, I mean, not. I mean, there are avant-garde shows, there are avant-garde pieces, but this is. There are obviously streetwear pieces on the runway and stuff, but it go, it's a little bit more eccentric, and I just fucking love it. They 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 bring in a fill, not just. It's not like a. It's not like a. You know, runway to street, street to run. You know, that's not what this yeah. is about. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like they're killing it and. No, nothing has seemed super sloppy to me. Like, even the really out there ideas have had really nice structure and lines. So I've I've been very impressed. I'm in, I love that you love that. I think it's a very that's cool thing to be involved in. Art, like, man. Fat, a fan of that's cool. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I've been to. My mom had a you know a full ride scholarship to Dixie to go yeah. to fashion school so i guess it's in the bu- in the blood but i've always been into fashion i think it's just like a cool i mean it's representation you know it's yeah. a it's, it's an art form so definitely anyway this is your episode baby take me on a journey oh <laughs> wait supposed to supply all the <laughs> <juice>. <laughs> 
I forgot my job. Good evening, morning, whatever, brothers and sisters, non-binary listeners. My name's Bobby. With me is my co-host, Kendra. Hey, Kendra. Hello. Uh, Today we're talking about cheaters, monogamy, non-monogamy, all the different kinds of relationships. Um, My asexual ass is probably just going to be sitting here learning, but... (laughs) I doubt it. I doubt it. My asexual, never been in a relationship ass. (laughs) It's going to be over here sitting. Uh, I think, yeah, go tell us what you know, what you you think. Get get me going. First of all, (laughs) I didn't know you've never been in a relationship before. I've never been in a relationship, huh? Shit. How long have we been friends now? Two years? Uh, how is that? I mean, so here's here's my question for you then. I would say twenty, but you don't like to count our high school years as friendships. However, <laughs> I think you yelled at me is the first thing I remember about you. So for good reason, I think. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, no, um, so like we grew up in a culture that is rooted rooted in polygamy uh-huh so let's talk about polygamy first of all well okay you asked me how being single is and i think our culture is a big reason why i'm single okay okay from from our from our expectations to the damaged goods that came from <laughs> <laughs> being raised this way so okay uh, so polygamy. we kind of were outcasts together in different ways so i came from california moved to utah kind of had an idea about like like that other people existed in the world right and like my mom wasn't active and like all this stuff you grew up meth house abuse blah 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 uh fake mormon i mean i grew up with a meth head dad there was no like meth in my house and a freaking abusive psychopath you don't want to bring people over because my mom's always screaming and throwing shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're in poverty house. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then we grew up house. <laughs> and all of the like, okay. So then there's other guys in our situationships, right? I mean, yeah, not situationship. There's other guys, our age in a similar situation, but did we date those guys? No, no, no. I mean, I did. Obviously, I did it. <laughs> I uh, I'm really good at just being a bro, and also I had my brothers. My brothers, everyone That's respected true. and That's was scared true. of, and That's they had true. a very leave my sister alone mentality. Yes. Plus, I watched my mom freaking be like a bull in a china shop with all of my siblings and their sex lives. We had a very, we had it very ingrained in us that if we dated before sixteen, we'd be in trouble, like yeah. um, spiritually. Um, I went, on, I went to twerp with Mason um, when I was fifteen, which cuties. I always thought was a sin, but yeah, I had a good time. I love him. Whatever. He was in my dream the other night. Um, oh, what happened? We were just like hanging out, having a good time. Did you guys laugh together? Yeah, like, I was like, Mason? He's like, Bobby? And, like, but we were, like, we both had to go do something. Like, we were, we, some, you were, we were like, like I, passing? No, like, I had to go do a task, and they're like, you're going to be with this guy. And it was him. 
<laughs> like it was like a I had to go do something and I had to go do something with someone. Like I had to go do a task and they're like, you're going to be assigned with this guy. And it was Mason. And we were just like, oh, shut up. <laughs> and we just had like a good time. We were just like throwing out. Do you think um, that like your inner child, like that did something for her? He and I were always cool. Yeah. So I don't, I've never, I don't have any beef with that. No. I think uh, there is parts of me that is like maybe bummed that I was so down on myself that I didn't just have like those fun first kiss. I, cause I, I could have kissed him that night, I bet. Yeah. And like, I know that there were moments where I just was too scared or like I just wasn't picking up the signal mm-hmm. but for the most part i was just like i do not want to get stuck here <laughs> i do not oh want god girl <laughs> i don't want to be my mom who like had a full ride scholarship to fucking dixie for fashion school and yeah. chose my dumbass dad instead yeah like i don't want to be so blinded by love that i think that that's all there is because yeah. that's how i that's how i am when i like really like a guy i'm like I'll have his babies, I guess. And you know me, I'm like 100% no babies. But like, if I really, really like a guy and he's showing me the right kind of attention, yeah, he could talk me into having his baby. Yeah, like that's <laughs> and that's an issue for me, for sure. You know, <laughs> especially at the fertile age of you know 15, 16. Yeah, uh, I think similarly. Like, so like I grew up, I moved a lot, so I didn't really make any friends, and like the initial guys that chase you when you move are like the red flag guys. So you just, you just don't with that. And so I don't know. Um, like you said, like we were totally not supposed to date until 16. And when I moved into Richfield high school, I felt like, um, I had a weird crush on, the beavis and butthead of our school (laughs) and why (laughs) i have a crush on them is because they would mow the they would mow the lawn at my fucking low income housing that i was living in and i was going to south severe still and i would like i grew tits that's not a secret and then i would like walk past them sometimes because they were like doing the landscaping and so like they would always fucking catcall me and I'd be like, I'm not supposed to like this. Plus like you, you look a little bit scary, but then maybe, maybe I I will watch you from my window. I don't know. Like, so anyway, I go, I transfer into your school and then I just feel like so shaken up because I didn't want to move schools. And like, I'd spent so much time at this other school making friends and I didn't know who to make friends with. And so I ended up, like, making friends with, like, two crowds. First crowd was, like, uh, kids in your brother's uh, class. So, like, Miles Thornton and um, Josh Shepard and Lane. Lane. Jacobson. Jacobson. And I've been friends with that kid since fucking diapers. I'll well, he's fucking cool. He, is, <laughs> he was yeah, he's really nice. Um, and he's still in the military. Thank you for your service, sir. Jamie, Jamie something. And then, so I made friends with those groups, but then I also had this like recognition of Robert from clogging. Cause we were dance. We were in the same dance studio in central Utah, central Valley. And so we like, I kind of knew that guy. And so like, he introduced me to kind of his, to his friends, but then I was also like flirting with Miles Thornton, like, every day of summer 
I don't know. So then I had to like, be like, well, ultimately I'm going to be dating some of these guys. And I feel like I should probably start hanging out more with the church guys. Cause that's what like Jesus would want me to do. Right. But then like, I was in fucking, I was fucking in love with, you know, Miles. So <laughs> was like, Miles not a church guy? He was, he was. So he was in church, but then he was also like with these guys that would kind of swear and like be like, tell me that I should be in porn. And oh, wait, okay. Because he hung out with Lane and stuff, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, like the kind of like, yeah, just like, yes. The, like the boys who said what they were thinking, all the boys were thinking that, but they actually said what was on their mind. Yeah. yeah and I was like, hell yeah. Like, I, I think just, I, we should I, maybe. Hard. Honestly, it's just hard for me to compute what you're saying because I'm just like, these are just boys being boys because I'm <laughs> around my, I, Jake's my older brother, you know? Right, right. And I'm around his dumbass friends all the time. Right. So I'm but just like, I didn't know that time, because I'm the, the oldest time, and I'm like walking I know, in blind. And the whole time I'm trying to figure out what the hell you're saying. I'm like, when is she going to reach a point here that I'm like, oh, I get it. I get it. I yes. get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. But so then, there's, the boys, there's the boys who are acting like they don't have dirty thoughts. And there are boys who are just being boys. Acting yes. like themselves and being like, yes. oh, yeah, you should. Yeah. Yeah. So I sat next to Lane in uh, in seminary same so who else is that next to each other brother polson's class were we in seminary together no he was just a cool kid he was just always so cool yeah you know what the only other thing is just like (laughs) there's this other thing that's like i'm really like like you said i don't want to get stuck here and so like having known where i'm from and like moving a lot i'm just like i know that if i get involved with any of this like i'm gonna get stuck here and that's like really not my goal so like because like i was gonna be dating like jamie and then he married this girl named lydia and i think they're still there you know what i mean like prime example so this is the kind of culture that we grew up in where just we were just like yeah, like, and there's nothing I don't want to talk shit about no. people who st- still have an initial because, like, I'm homies with, uh, like, Beach. Like, I talk to her still. Like, I love her, and she, right. she, she found a guy she likes. She still lives there. She has a good relationship with her parents and stuff. Like, me, if I would have stayed in Richville, right, and I would have been under like my mom could have come to my house and accessed me my yeah. my whole entire life, and I would have been able to go out and like launch myself out there and cut off contact and do my own thing i don't even know who i would be right now like you i some of us have to leave yeah <laughs> so with that in mind your your whole entire personality you, you your personality is formed around that where you're like i ain't dating <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah i ain't setting i i'm i ain't trying to put down no roots here like yeah. i'm not doing any of the shit i'm out of here i'm as far as i can get like i, I don't care where yeah. i'm going i'm going though I agree with you. Yeah. Honestly, when I got, I moved to a bigger city right away. And then when I got my mission called to Chicago and I fit right in, I felt like so fucking at home. And like, mm-hmm. I was actually looking at my uh, astrology cartography <laughs> and Chicago is like one of my luck- luckiest, most powerful lines. And I was uh-huh. like, okay, like, that's really cool. But like big cities for me also is just like, where I feel most comfortable. I don't know if that's because I'm Mexican in a small town, white town. I don't know what kind of like messages were mixed into the, that background, but I definitely like wanted to move out of Richfield. 
well, I'm not a Mexican. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, <laughs> just, I like, know. Get me, get me. Just I was get just me saying, out of here. Like, like similarly, yeah. So like, I was just, so now, I was just like, I was just like, there's, there are things to see and there are things to learn and there are things to know, and that that was also part of it. Like, I was just like, I need to know, I need to go out. You know, there must be more than this provincial life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would, I would, I would run through field singing that. You best believe. <laughs> so now we get to the big city. Both of us, bigger cities for both of us. You went to why, wait, Maryland. Why re- Can you tell me why we were retelling this story? Uh, because I want to just kind of illustrate for the people our okay. experience in dating in Utah. This oh, is like I don't have any. the base. Okay, so. <laughs> You don't have any. And why why do you think that is? Um, well, I can tell you that like when I went to Arizona, I still because I didn't date in high school, I felt like a leper. <laughs> so even when people would hit on me too, I was like, I gotta focus up on my dreams. I can't slow down. Like and I did not slow down on the I'm not dating thing. I didn't realize <laughs> I didn't realize that coupling could be a comfort i just assumed it was a burden because i just took a look around my surroundings you know between my parents my grandparents my aunts and uncles i was just like yeah boyfriends just seem like a headache Hmm. or like something extra that i'm gonna have to do plus i hated my body uh and i was still struggling with the you know i'm out of utah I know I don't want to be in this religion. That means I'm going to have to have sex. Am I ready to have sex? Hmm. And that's just when I first went to culinary school. I was, and I would lust after people and stuff, but I had no game. (laughs) And I remember we had a Halloween party, and there was a guy sitting on my bed having a conversation with me. He told my roommate that he liked me. Like, I knew it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And... I just talked myself out of it for some reason. I don't know why, but it was like my first month there. So like, I think I was just a lot. And I mean, not this matters. I'm bringing race into it, but this is back, you know, it mattered back then to me, but it was a black guy. So I was like, I don't want the first guy I kissed to be like, you know, the first guy, what if we'd start dating? What if, you know, like I felt like there had to be like a pecking order as far as, race went like mm. my first kiss should be white or something like that mm-hmm. which shows what my surroundings were like growing up too exactly <laughs> because, because of, of that nobody's gonna fault you for that we grew up in a small ass town <laughs> well i mean i've talked about this before on the podcast but in the same time when we were in school in the class and i said i feel like i have to act differently around black people and everyone was like that's not okay and i'm like i know <laughs> It's yeah. not okay. This is the how I feel. This is because I was raised, you know, like, but I was, I recognized it, and that's what brought it up in that class. But this is the, actually the instance that brought it up because he was filling me. I thought he was super cute, and we, I just was just like, all right, well, I'm gonna go away. Like, I just, I think I went for a drive or something. We were having a party. <laughs> Yeah. So, I was just like, bye. Wow. Um, so it wasn't it was just like first of all, Utah culture, you didn't want 
to be part of this religion again. Right? That's why you're saying, like, it just like, didn't happen for you. I just didn't want... Okay, I think in Richfield, it wasn't happening for me because, A, I thought I wasn't cute. Mm-hmm. I thought I was ugly and fat mm-hmm. um, because I wasn't skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a lot to do with a lot of things in that era. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we all know what it has to do with. We've been talking about it. Like, I, you know, it mostly had to do with my mom and her attitude um, and also, like, the whole family attitude about whatever. Anyways. Yeah. I also had my big scary brothers, <laughs> um, which ironically enough, Jake was a total slut, but like, and I don't think Jake actually cared. I think one time he told me that I needed to get laid <laughs> in high school. I remember he's like, you need to get laid. I was like, I fucking hate you. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, but like everyone knew Zach and I was like the precious little sister. So like everyone left me alone. Anyone who I would have considered left me alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had a really bad misfortune of always falling for Zach's friends. Mm-hmm. Which when they're like, how many years older? Eight years older than you? Uh, well, Zach's six years older than me. His older his older friends were like two years older than him. Yeah. And then his friends ranged like to Jake's age. So like, so. you know. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I... The ones that I had, like, super big crushes on. Like, I had a crush on Cheeks, who was... <laughs> yeah, Carrie Warner's brother. Yeah, three years older than us. Yeah. And then, like, Jake Payne, who is two years older than us, who I'm still homies with. And, uh... Yeah, I think that's, like... And True, who's two years older than us. He lives in Pinkwich. So, like, <laughs> it wasn't, like... That, that was part of my misfortune, too. And then, uh... Yeah, I just, I just, like, didn't want, like, if my mom found out, she made a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. It was, like, almost a humiliation. Mm. So, <laughs> I was just, like, no. It was, like, everybody's business in the family. Like, if you had even a crush on someone. Yeah. Like, everyth- it, everything was a joke. Everything was blown out of proportion. And I was just, like, I don't, like, I knew that, like, I was fragile about, like, I, to this day, get embarrassed when I have a crush. <laughs> Yeah. Like I've had, I was talking about a crush I had once and my friend literally put her hands on my shoulders and she's like, lower your shoulders. She's like, why are you embarrassed to have a crush? She's like, you're a total catch. She's like, like what? She's like, let's unpack this. And I just started saying like, like I, it's embarrassing for the guy that I like him. And she's like, no, it isn't. And I'm like, oh, well, it's embarrassing that I like him. And she's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, well, why would it, you know? And she's like, mm-hmm. she's like, yeah you're just all this like all these weird insecurities yeah so i think it's just being the youngest being you know erasing this culture and then getting such a a late start yeah that i have that insecurity you know plus everyone in my family (laughs) on the orton side is such a horn dog i can't even stand it (laughs) So you're uncomfortable with sexuality in general or just like No, it's just like it's just like not everything needs to be a sex thing. You know I what see. I mean? Like, I see. Like, like there's more than that. Like there's more to life than <laughs> if you want to fuck someone and like there's more to life than like like I guarantee my mom would have left my dad if she wouldn't have been so horny for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
there's a lot of el passion in sexual el sexual passion in my because I'm with my mom and her siblings and also whatever <laughs> my grandparents and stuff and also my grandpa's side of the family like the Orton's <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> they're all fucking horn dogs yeah and I watched them endure so much bullshit just so they can get their fucking dicks wet and I'm talking male and female here <laughs> uh and I'm just like I don't get it like I just don't get it. So like, there's I just have had like a lot of unhealthy examples and experiences. Let's just put it that way. Before I even got, before I even put my feet in the water, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I think okay, so like, um, just to like, kind of be on your same page. Another kind of factor is that like my mom went through so many. Uh-huh. Like relationships that I was just like, that is just not for right. me. And like, I maybe because of the church, I will wait. And so I did go make friends with those guys. And then I was like, fucking banking, bro, on turning 16 and all of those guys wanting to date me. And like, none of them asked me out. And I was like, well, yeah. fuck. All right. So now I'm really staying single <laughs> until I get out of here. And then I went to, um, be you know like provo where i was like and provo boys are racist ask any person of color who tries to date there they're racist and so there's that Provo boys are a lot of things and none of them are good well yeah uh so then and then like i was in ward like 272 and each ward had like 600 singles in it and like so i was like i am one of millions of people here I'm not a very good Mormon because I don't really follow the rules. I'm not a good rebel because I'm following the rules that everybody else wants to break. So it's just dating did not happen for me either. And if anybody tried to pursue me, I was just like too immature in life to really understand that. And like I had so many crushes on like impossible people, like impossible people. But I feel like that's part of my thing is it's like, I I want to crush to keep my mind occupied, but I want like a crush that doesn't that's not going to happen because I don't think I actually want to be in a relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever have, n- so when was your first non-committal makeout? Uh, when I was 20. The boy that I, uh, my first love, he was a fuck boy. He tracked, you know, he like, you know, he, uh, strung me along for like two years. Hmm. He, it, my first make out was my first hand job. He wanted to go further. I said I had to go. I, I had to be somewhere because I had to take my mom to the hospital to the next day. She was getting surgery. Um, but it was fine. I mean, he's, a he's. <laughs> He was good at everything. Like I like, he like did it for me. I really liked him, but um, it was just like really non-romantic or anything like that. It was, it was nothing special. Yeah. And I was trying to dress it up like it was something special for those two years, <laughs> and driving my male friends crazy in the mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. because at that point I was only hanging out with guys because I was back in um, Panguitch, and I only hung out with boys in Panguitch at that time, and um. <laughs> 
like they were help they were like wingman and me they were trying <laughs> but like it, I was just trying to make something happen that wasn't going to happen. And I'm glad that it didn't because again, same situation where it was like, I would have thrown it all away, but it, to the singles ward thing, I went to a singles ward when I was in Arizona. Um, my friend wanted me to go. I was already checked out, but like, she was like, please go. And I know I've already told the story, but it was like, it was like meat at a market, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was like, it was like, I felt like we were, I know we weren't lined up, but it felt like all the girls were lined up and the guys were We were lined up. And, and picking. Yes. Which which one would do what for who. Like, yes. who, it, it was very, it, it was one of the more strange experiences of my life. And you, if you guys have listened to this podcast at all, you know that I've had a lot of them. And I will remember that. I will remember that day for the rest of my life. Like, I remember it. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> I will remember that day, clear as day. And like every second of it, because cause it was so fucking surreal to me. There are not a lot of days I remember in Arizona, but I remember that one fucking crystal clear from the second I left my apartment to the second I got home. <laughs> because it was so weird. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like talking about that is giving me flashbacks of like picking out the dress that you're going to wear. And the way that all of your roommates, because there's six girls to an apartment, so all of your roommates would go sit by each other, walk to class together, walk to Relief Society together. All this time, like, all of these men are going back and forth, and, like, you can just tell that, like, you're being watched all the time. It's, like, weird as fuck. Maybe we were, like, in line waiting for something to open, because I feel like we were standing in a line. I see. Yeah. Cause like, but all the guys were walking by and you could tell it was like, it felt like it was a livestock auction. It really Mm -hmm. did. And it was just like, Oh, and it does kind of take you back to like that polygamy thing. It takes us back to our roots where it's like, it was all very much widely discussed. Like who's your next wife going to be and what can she do for you? Mm -hmm. So in a way it's kind of like not bad because it's part of our tradition, AKA not bad, you know, no, no, quote unquote, not AK, uh, <laughs> but like, um, but like, it's so creepy and like so backward and so like, I ain't about it. Like, how about you come have a conversation with me? You know, you know what I mean? But I mean, it, I also don't think there's anything wrong with talking to your boys about whether or not you want to hook up with a chick, but it's also like the idea of singles sports too. Mm-hmm. It's just like the whole <laughs> culture of just being like, let's get everyone married up paired off and stuff i i think that's probably why i resist it so hard too which yeah. is stupid i'm sh- I'm missing out you know what i mean but i'm resisting I, it i don't know i've had terrible dating experiences but um <laughs> uh i mean i've gone out on dates i just i've never been in a relationship well and like so like the first few weeks that i went home to my home ward which for non-mormon people means like my home <laughs> church i went to church with my grandparents again and like the bishop's counselor the one that like i was i grew up i'm i don't want to say anything negative but he gave off caring grandpa vibes that i trusted right i'm gonna say i trusted it and i'm i'm not gonna question my judgment but one time he he came over to me and like started rubbing my my ring finger because it was empty and he was like, are you going to, when are you going to get married? And I was like, 
I'm trying. I don't know. I don't know how it works up there, but like, I'm just being myself and I'm trying. And like, also in reality, I was just fucking scared too. Uh (laughs) So I don't know. Cause I, I got, so I got on hot or not. Is that like Facebook? It was like, (laughs) it was the best website. Because it really humbled you so fast. <laughs> so you uploaded Is my vagina a... on it? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Is it epic? So... <laughs> Why? Oh my god. What an epic... <laughs> Beaver. Um... <laughs> The Fillmore Beaver area. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I really am a disgrace. Mama was right. <laughs> it is kind of like Tinder. So you're going to, it's kind okay. So you upload a picture. It's not a dating profile or anything. You upload a picture and type a little bit about yourself, and then people just rate you. So I was like in dental assisting school and we had a computer day where we were supposed to learn math, but all of us like knew math. So we were on hot or not, all of us just rating people. And it was just one to 10. It was a sliding scale. You just like picked a number and then like you just kept rating people, whether they were hot or not. And then like when you logged in, you would get your score. This sounds so malicious. I hate everything about this. (laughs) Uh, I met... (laughs) I met my third kiss on there. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so anyway, there's a, there's also an episode of this on It's Always Sunny, and Dee's she grades everyone zero, so she and she's a ten, and it's a whole thing, and she's like slotting it up, oh and my the boys god. are all going crazy because they're all like they're all zero stars. Um, so you know if they're covering it on It's Always Sunny, it's this trashy scenario. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm a seven. Uh, and my friend got an eight and yeah, it was a, it's a real thing. So anyway, I'm on there and like, I meet this guy who like wants me to come over like on this website. And so I like go there and he's like a return missionary and he is also in the military. And so then I go home from this one hot or not dating experience because I thought I was going to have a Nickmo, okay? But turns out I'm not even ready for that because I come home <laughs> and I was talking to my roommates and I was like, I don't even know if I want to get married right now. Like, I'm really young and, like, this guy wants me to come I over. I thought we'd and... be engaged for some reason at this point. No, I was I like, we... <laughs> I was scared that that's how fast it happened. Like, you just, like, because... I didn't tell you this. My grandmother met my grandfather at a steak dance, was engaged to a missionary. Like she was spoken for. She had an engagement ring. She was making her wedding dress. And my grandpa met her at a dance, said, oh, that's nice ring. Uh, Talked to her for two days and was, they were engaged by Sunday. And so like, I'm under the assumption that these Mormon boys they get you fast. and they don't let you go. No, that's true. That's and that's that happens. Like it's very much our culture that someone comes home from their mission and then within like in less than a year we're going to their wedding. Yeah. So like, then I, my roommates were just like, "Stop. 
You're not getting married. I should have gone to a therapist then. Get some medicine for my anxiety. <laughs> Probably address some of this complex PTSD. <laughs> anyway, dating was awful. Dating's awful in this. Oh, was. Day. It was awful, was it, Kendra? Because it's still fucking awful. No, okay? I'm saying it's, it's awful. Ugh. You know what I love doing, though? It, describing <laughs> dating apps to people who have been married forever. <laughs> Because, like, I'm still, like, friends with a lot of the people that I was friends with, like, back in the day. Like, so, like, Zach's, like, Zach's friends that were older than me. Like, yeah. the guys we were just talking about. I'm still friends with quite a bit of them. Yes. So, like, I was talking to Jake Payne the other day, and I was like, oh, my God. And I, I was talking to him today about how I got kicked off Tinder. But I was, I was complaining to him about Hinge. <laughs> and he's, like, he's been married for, like, 20 years. So he's, like well probably like 15 i'm aging him sorry he gets mad <laughs> but, um, <laughs> i was like this is what a dating app is all about and he's like oh my god and i'm like yeah dude stay married he's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> i'm like yeah it's terrible it's fucking awful but like it used to be like i guess it's more accessible now but i feel like it's more it, it's easier for guys just to be fucking wild i mean obviously me too i'm out here posting beaver shots so. epic beaver epic. shots epic beaver shots we don't even know if that's true you didn't even get paid for that you could have had you could have been early on that only fans man you want to know you want to hear something crazy you know how my ankle was all fucked yeah are people I paying getting, you for those okay here's the thing though I think that but there might actually be an actual enterprise there because when I was posting pictures of my swollen ass ankle, I got way more views. You dirty little slut. Yeah. I'm saying like 10 to 15% increase in views. Oh my God. You're right. I think I gave somebody a, an emission erection when I sent him pictures of my uh, like toe I dropped a plate on. I was like, oh my gosh, look, at look, I just dropped this thing on my toe. And he was like, send me that in a couple days. I want to check out. <laughs> fucking weirdos like me on the internet. <laughs> Wait, but like, I don't. See, I guess it's just the thing. Do I have a low sex drive or am I just like a normal person? You're just who, a like, normal person, girl. Who like doesn't need to fuck a foot or doesn't, you know, no. who doesn't need to go on the internet and rate people if they're hot or not. Like, I just want to do a meet cute. <laughs> you know, I don't want someone to tell me that they want me to be their toilet in the middle of the desert. Oh my God, Bobby! Or uh, that they want to, them they want to be your toilet. They, yeah, they want to be my toilet. I, it's like, dude, how are you getting home? You're not sitting in my car. He needs to think about this logistically, because that's what I'm thinking about. Like, how's you're like, yeah, home? I'll do it, but then you're gonna call an Uber. Yeah, like, how are you getting home? <laughs> killing me. Seriously. Because like every how? one of these scenarios is taking a turn. I didn't even recognize that you were going. I was like, yeah, nobody wants to be anyone. Nobody wants to pee on anyone. And Bobby's like, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> but I, well, it's not going to work out for you. I'll try anything once once or twice, except for methamphetamines. I ain't trying to do that. Or heroin. But <laughs> I, no, I honestly would probably would never find. If I really, really loved a guy and he's like, hey, I really want you to I really want to go out to the desert and you can just, we can just drink a bunch and you can just let loose on me every time you need to go to the bathroom. 
I would be like, okay, we can do that one, on your birthday. One night on your birthday, we can do that. But like, again, how's he getting home? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but like, I'm not seeking that, I guess. I, I don't, I mean, I'm just saying that like, I'm not going to be like, I don't know. My sister once asked me at a very young age if I'd ever have sex with Trent Reznor in a bunch of pig's blood. And I said, absolutely. <laughs> I remember her asking me that. And I was like, if he wanted to, yeah. Because You're just a metalhead sex person. Like, you want to have metal sex. That's what you want. No, I don't. I don't. I personally, I'm just really super into, like, missionary. And or I'm like... <laughs> You're describing all these things that you might do. You have a curiosity in or might, might do if you love somebody. No, I'm saying, like, if a guy's like, hey, you want to try this? I'm not, I'm not like, no, I'll give it a shot. Like, I don't know what... I, I don't know. There are certain things that I know that I'm not into because I've done them before. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not so far. Everything that I've tried that I'm like, I'm just like, yeah, so far. It's just like, <laughs> I just, I just want the quickest way to the orgasm. Like I don't need machinery to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't need to drive to the desert to have an orgasm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to shit on anyone to have an orgasm. You can just, yeah. You're like, it would be so easy for me to have sex with people. And they want like we weird can, stuff. We can just have really, you know, quick or not. I don't care. However, you can come as quickly or as not quickly as you want in my bed. Make sure I come too. And then we continue watching cartoons. How hard, how hard is this? It is. Uh, you're right. Why the, I got why snacks is right next to the bed. You know, how hard is it? I think you just wrote your bio. <laughs> You're like, I have an epic beaver pick for oh free. Oh but here's God. what I want. I want to watch cartoons. I want to be honestly, intimate with somebody and not just I don't fuck. Really, I, re- I really, I do and I don't. Like, I don't know. It's a lot of trouble. It's a lot of trouble. Especially because like when you, you don't think they all want you to shit on them, but they all want you to shit on them in the desert and I don't want you to drive in my car home. So we're going to have to take two cars. Well, not all of them want that, you know, I feel like I don't think they all want it, but no guys opposed to a girl peeing on them. I bet you ask any guy, any guy would say, I wouldn't be pissed if a girl peed on me. <laughs> like for true for true for true because guys are little weird little cavemen and they're like interested and they want to know about the fluids and stuff that's how boys are but maybe I'm over general- generalizing here I'm just texting my husband <laughs> I'll let you know okay uh okay so also, then like th- they did a study okay squirt is pee I, well it has uric acid in it for sure they like they like d- dyed the pee blue. Okay. And then they had the girls. Do I searched their it business. a lot, by the way. And the it it dyed it blue. It was just pee. It is squirting. They like pee. they like dyed they dyed the bladder the the pee in the bladder. Blue. Okay. Hmm. And it's it's just it's just pee. Conclusions: The present data based on ultrasonic sonographic bladder monitoring and biochemical analysis indicate that squirting is essentially the voluntary emission involuntary emission 
of urine during sexual activity. Boom. They figured it out. So, see? See what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Okay, so... All right. <laughs> I kind of want somebody to pee on me, too, then, maybe. Isn't that what it is? It pretty much you is. Want someone, you want someone to squirt on you, is what you're saying? I'm just saying, like, isn't that what it all is, then? Like, I yeah, know like, that it, I know it, that semen is semen, comes out of a different tube and whatever, but it's, like, the act of being peed on. No, it's... <laughs> Um, I feel like my cum, my vaginal cum is way different than... Oh, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? But I feel like making someone cum so hard that they lose control of their bladder is a move. You know what I mean? I see. I feel like that's the point. I see. I think, I think we're all getting off track about I'm what the try- point is. I you am- make someone cum so hard that they lost control of their bladder, and people are just like, oh, it's squirt. No, it's... It's pee. Wow. <laughs> We're just trying to dress up. I'm so grateful for you, Bobby. You bring me up into the real world real fast all the time. (laughs) I don't even know how I know all this shit. Like, I (laughs) I learned. I just am constantly learning, you know? You are a very smart person. (laughs) So, like, we shouldn't be surprised. You the know, amount just of pleasure I get when you Google things that you think aren't real when I say things. I just real. like to like be like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then I read and I'm like, God damn, out of the mouth of two or more witnesses. That's how truth is made. Out of the mouth of babes. Um, so what is this episode about? We're an hour and 12 minutes in, dude. Let's get going. <laughs> we are going like this is where it's supposed to go. So, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Let's talk about the people that do get married. Like, they do get married quickly. Not the yeah. specific people, but like... Oh, I see. I see where you're going now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this has been the point the whole time. I'm just asking questions and talking. Uh, okay. uh, how would we describe <laughs> their relationships? Well, you change a lot in your 20s because you're not fully developed. So when you get married, when you turn 18, you're very lucky if, first of all, people are lucky if their relationships last period, I feel. Like, everyone who's like, like, my grandparents have been married for, like, what, 65 years? Mm-hmm. And they are the most miserable pair of motherfuckers I've ever met in my life, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, my grandma and grandpa Alvy were... I think they were like dicks to each other, but they were in a happier relationship because it was their second marriage, you know? Hmm, I see. So it's like they chose each other type of thing instead of being like... Yeah. yeah. And like they chose each other with the kids that they had too. Yeah. And this was the, so when it was like, people didn't get divorced back then. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This was in the fucking 50s. So like I, <laughs> I just feel like there are... The people like our age who got married, most of them have either gone through something huge and weathered the storm. Like you and Spence went through. First of all, you and Spencer got married pretty at, at an older age. Yeah. So I actually have uh, statistics about this if you want me to read them okay. real quick. Please the, do. Okay. Imagine you're 18 and you get married. The rate of divorce after 10 years is 48%. For those who marry before the age of 18. Okay. However, 
say you're 25 now, the rate is just 25% for those who marry after the age of 25. So 75% of marriages after 25 make it past 10 years. Does that make sense? Well, I that's, yeah, I know it makes sense. But I think because I think it's, you get to know like those seven years between 18 and 25. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then it says for people who marry between 20 and 25, there is a 40 to 60% chance of the unit ending in divorce. So like our brains don't fully develop until age 25. 27. 27 now? Makes sense. Uh, 27 is like the everyone's everyone's caught up everyone's like, good like every, everyone's good everyone's yeah. on the same level now yeah yeah um so <laughs> uh i was watching a tiktok last night and it was like um 30 year olds 30 year olds we are the babies of the adults okay we're the babies uh-huh. of the adults yep. 20s those are the adults of the babies yeah and then like uh, I'm so easy on people in their 20s. I'm like, it's okay, sweetheart. Yes. You're going through so much. Do you need me to tuck you in? <laughs> Do you want a vodka in for me oh to read my you a God. bedtime story? <laughs> the way we were just like running around, uh, like, uh, <laughs> fucking way. Uh, some people call I, that the invincibility brain, too. So, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I definitely wasn't sending beaver shots. So, yeah, I'm just the baby of the adult. Um, yeah, so it I'm says that, like, <laughs> so many marriages that start off in your early 20s end in a breakup. I mean, I just feel like that's appropriate just because, like, I don't know if you guys really sit and think on it. And again, the ones who have, like, grown together, you guys are awesome. Good, good on you. But if those of you who haven't, it's not it's not that big of a, it's not a big deal. Like, duh, you uh, were a child when you got married yeah. and then you continued to develop. And the fact that you guys grew apart is and that you to had be expected. The, yeah. This self awareness to be like, this isn't working for me. I'm removing myself from the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. And you probably have kids and stuff <laughs> involved, yeah. which sucks. And you're probably with this person who you don't even, you're co-parenting with a person you don't even recognize. And I bet when you're around him, you revert back to your 18-year-old self and it drives you ape shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. this is why we should um, talk to our kids about kind of hanging back and not getting married so quick. You know? Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't want to date my 18-year-old self, my 23-year-old self. I don't want any of that. You know what I mean? I don't want to date my 34-year-old self. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm hot now. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i a disaster. I wouldn't want to wish this on anyone. But um, I think what, what, what happens, though, the thing that happens is because of the religion and because of the small town shit is people get in these relationships when they're 18 years old they have kids they're stuck and then what just happened at Panguitch happens where the whole town starts cheating yeah like and it's weird the people who cheated too like there's one couple who uh the girl wasn't from Panguitch she lived there during high school she got knocked up when she was six I think she was 16 she stayed they got married when they were in high school 
and they had kids and stuff. He cheated on her, and he's like, no, she's like, the, she's like the winner in this. this mm-hmm. She's like the winner in it. Like she's always been the prize in this relationship. But they had three kids together. Um, and then they had like someone living in the house and he cheated with the person living in the house, which is just so shitty. Mm-hmm. And the second she like, she left, she's like, okay, hey, bye. We're done. I see ya. She left, she left the town like immediately. And it's just like, I just feel like if it would have been okay for her, like for her to just like raise the kid on her own or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> she could have had like a totally different life. I mean, I'm glad I know her, and I'm glad that they have the kids that they have, because let's not think about whatever, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, imagine if she just would have been like, okay, I have one kid with you, but whatever, it's not the end of the world, I'm leaving. Yeah. But they're just like, instead they're like, well, we better get these kids hitched and uh, <laughs> have them start their life now. And they struggled and struggled and struggled, and kept having, you know, they had kids. They, they had, I mean, they eventually made a life for themselves, and then cheated and I think it's shitty to cheat but it's also like when you get married when you're 16 years old (laughs) like or if you've only ever had sex with one person Mm -hmm. or whatever I kind of under like I don't understand because I think cheaters are lame but like I also like don't not understand yeah because we've never really been in that situation where we're like we're not our 17, 18, 19 year old selves in a 10 year relationship being like, gotta get the fuck out of here, you know? Well, I think about the guys that I was in love with when I was 18 and it's Cheeks and it's Drew and this guy named Bailey and um, like, even like the musicians that I was in love with mm-hmm. and you look at them now and I'm like, oh my god if I would have married them right now mm-hmm. except for Trent Reznor, I'll always love you Trent uh <laughs> always have sex with you and pick flood uh i uh they're all they're all like not people i would want to be with you know what i mean yeah like 18 year old me didn't know shit and they probably wouldn't want to be with me just kidding that's such a lie half of them do especially trent reznor um but I, uh, you don't know who this person is, so you don't realize that it's a funny joke. Yeah, I don't. He just, wa- he just, like, he okay. just won. He just won an Oscar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I, if I would have just been, if I would have right now be strapped with the d- decision I made. I mean, I am. I'm strapped with my student loan debt, and that's a hassle. So mm-hmm. if I had to wake <laughs> up next to my student loan debt every day and like had to smell its farts and like cook a dinner, I would have killed it by now, probably. <laughs> definitely would have cheated on it i already have cheated on my student loan debt so (laughs) i don't pay it (laughs) and then you're like i have a degree (laughs) i have a degree it's true uh yeah for for fucking sure i think so uh i have a friend that lives in indiana with aj henry well not with him they're friends and she sends me these prom pictures of me and AJ Henry (laughs) like next (laughs) to each other. And I just like, I just like hurt (laughs) for like (laughs) myself. (laughs) Like why was my self esteem? Like I was so smitten. Lordy, Lordy. And I think like, 
I'm not just shading anybody. I just think I'm truly and authentically a different person than I was pretending to be. So it wouldn't have worked out. You know what I mean? Like, well, we were just swimming in like a different pond. Then yeah. Too. Like I was attracted to what my options were. Yeah. What the, what the options that I had now I have like an abundant more options and even like, you know, whatever it's, it's like, it's, I, it is no shade. And I'm also in the mindset too, where it's like, it's not the end of the world. If someone doesn't like me back or whatever, but yeah. I, yeah, I, I, uh, 18 year old me <laughs> didn't know shit. Yeah, no. I'm sorry, 18 year olds out there. I love you all. You guys are learning. You're, you're learning and growing and enjoy it. But it's like, you learn so much in your twenties. Mm-hmm. I could not, I could not imagine doing it with a spouse it would, mm-hmm. or with kids. It would suck so bad. And it also sucks so bad that the church is like built around that so they can get continued to like get you yes, locked in. Yes, 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 yes. Because you have you you now have the babies and they're all part of this church and they're all uh-huh. have their church friends and then you have built this community and now if you leave you're ostracized from your entire existence. Right. And like the couple I'm talking about they got married when they were sixteen, like of course the baby got ba- or uh, blessed. All the all the babies got blessed. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they all got baptized like and it is just a whole community thing where it's like yeah you got to you got to you got to do this shit to like be part of the crowd mm-hmm. sort of thing i was kind of like i was kind of like a revolutionary person i feel like i watched my aunt get divorced i watched my mom get divorced a billion times my aunt she had the temple marriage right and that's what i wanted to get and I was kind of like looking for that. But like when I got right. home from, <clears throat> I think I was like, I got home from a trip in the middle of summer and my grandparents greeted me at the uh, airport that, and said, your brother's the, your brother and your grandpa are the only men in the family now. And I was like, good, because my mom was dating this guy or like engaged or some shit. I was like, uh-huh. good, bye. <laughs> and then I like walked three more steps. And then I was like, oh, you mean Uncle Dell's gone? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> temple marriage. Okay. Turns uh-huh. out like in the beginning of this temple and like their children, I'm going to be, I'm going to be excusing them because they're children. They're an impurity culture. They, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. A lot of things were going on. Um, so they get married right after his mission. She just got, she was right out of high school. They have babies right away. And then he's like becoming a cop in California. And he has a mistress at the police station. So for the family, because, you know, if you run away from your problems and you... Like, anyway, he gets transferred to Utah and like, that's when the whole family moves up to Utah. My, my mom and like my grandparents and my aunt was like, we're all going. And, um, then he cheats on her again and then he cheats on her again, like five years later. So this is like a 15 year marriage that they're ending. And I was like, oh wow. And I was like, okay. So, but then I watched my aunt be happier 
and like kind of have a lot more fun. And so I was like, divorce is like a good thing. I'm thinking because like she wasn't happy and he cheated on her and like you wanted them to stay together. Like what about like all of these abusive situations that my mom's been in in marriage? Like divorce has to have merit somehow, but it was the first time I thought that divorce in the church could have been good. Right. <clears throat> I, uh, I've always been pro-divorce, but I remember like going like, having like a split personality where I wanted to just go and live my life and be me. And then the other part that wanted to be like temple marriage, which was obviously the brainwash mm. part. But, uh, mm -hmm. I thought that I could do it. I could be the one that made it and I could be the one that had the temple marriage and like made it happen and stuff. And, mm. but I, yeah, divorce is crazy, but I don't even remember my first, time someone got temple divorced but i do remember it being a big deal it's always a big deal when someone gets temple divorced yeah and i think it's just because it's just it's i'm always it's always a girl that i have to deal with, like because i'm always supporting a female <laughs> and it's always it's a it's harder for a female to get temple divorced mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. they have to write shit. like my aunt had to write numerous letters numerous letters before they would cancel it and it was, it was because she wasn't marrying another man that uh -huh. they fought it so hard because if she was just being transferred from one priesthood holder to another, even though this one priesthood holder kind of got, uh, expelled, what is it? Excommunicated, Excommunicated. for his infidelity. Okay. Right. She still had to write to the first presidency of the church and say, please cancel my ceiling to this man. I want nothing to do with him. I want nothing to do with his abuse. And like years later, I'm finding out that he was like verbally abusive, mm -hmm. physically abusive. Right. Like this man, not so great. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. I think, I think the culture has been changing a lot, but I also think there's interesting things like my cousin, uh, Nicole, who I call Troy, Troy and I, we uh, exchange lot lizard uh, rails all the time because our dads are both truck drivers or they, we, they were, I mean, my dad's not anything anymore cause he's sick, but her dad's still a truck driver. But <laughs> we have kind of had this like tongue in cheek thing where we've always been like teasing about this, even though we've been in this, these quote unquote happy Mormon families, we, it's like, we've known that our dads have been on the road cheating on our moms this whole time. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like we have like this weird little knowledge that dad's probably out there being unfaithful. And I remember finding a condom in my dad's sleeper mm -hmm. and crying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was a lot more sensitive back in the day. I remember crying when I was on the phone with him and he, I could hear him lighting up a cigarette. I was like, are you smoking? <laughs> He's like, no. Yes, you are. I can tell. It's going to kill you. <laughs> I cried because my mom would drink coffee and I would make it for her, but I'd still cry. <laughs> um, so like, I, this thing is, I, I think it's a weird thing that we're like, Cause I feel like we're holding, like, 
I don't know. And I feel like it was a bigger deal. Because, like, when my mom started dating her boyfriend, my her and my dad weren't divorced, but they were separated. And I felt like it was a bigger deal for me <laughs> that she was dating uh, Danny. But I know I knew that my dad had cheated on her in rehab. You know, he who knows who he was with on the road. <laughs> he was, you know, all these things. So it definitely plays into the culture. But it's also like we were joking like my cousin and I are still to the state joking about like oh our dad's for fucking lot lizards you know what I mean like and legalized sex work obviously but. yes <laughs> it is really kind of funny to look at your family from like an ob- objective eyes and be like this these are who these people were <laughs> just a fucking this hillbilly is, redneck this is just what I came from it is like people love to watch shameless I think it's because the trashy side is so fascinating, but I couldn't watch it. I was like, this is too fucking real. Like, Yeah, I started, I watched like the first episode and I was like, uh, nope. <laughs> it's like breaking bad for me. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> the dysfunction is triggering. I literally I cannot with you. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Uh, speaking of which, I went to a book club last night and... This this uh, month we read The Body Keeps the Score, which I reference a lot and like talk about. Now I know that I've read it. It is not a book for traumatized people. If you're fucking traumatized, stay the hell away from that book. Go to a therapist. <laughs> they will teach you what you're supposed to know from that book. Okay. Yeah. Go to go. Definitely go to therapy like, for sure. Don't just don't count on just listening to podcasts and reading books. Like go to, you need to talk it out. And we are zero to call help. you on your shit. No, we're definitely like a good. We're a stepping stone. We're, we're, we're like, a stepping yeah, stone. Yeah. But like you guys, please hello. go to therapy. Please. I sleep. I sleep way more than I should. I think everyone needs to understand that. Like my boobs have been breaking out because I haven't been wearing a bra. And when I do, it aggravates my boobs. That's how much I don't go out. You guys. So stop. Don't listen to me at all. Go to therapy. <laughs> listen to me. Go I to go to therapy. <laughs> don't listen to Kendra. She's delusional. Listen to me. I fucking delusional, <laughs> fucking delusional. But when I say go to therapy, Oh yeah. Well, that's when you, I want that. you to listen yeah, to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, cut my own hair the other day. <laughs> getting worse for you by the minute no honestly like i don't know if you i don't know like i because when i was managing up in park city and i lived in park city the water in park city is so bad and between that the stress i was losing my hair like my hair was thin like if you looked at my hair you could see to like the top of my head you could see through my hair my skull like it was that thin you You were you were not doing well (laughs) no i was dying slowly so my hair, like the bottom of my hair, like my hair is long, but like it just looks like skull hair for like, <laughs> for like I don't know, like 10 inches. <laughs> so I was like, F this, I'm cutting it off. So I just cut it off like 10 inches. All right. And now well, it's the night is nice and thick. I mean, it doesn't, it's like, obviously I text Trish. <laughs> God, she's like, seriously, <laughs> whatever. Here's what I said to her. <laughs> I let her know. And she's just like my hell. And I was just like, look, here's what I'll say. It's obviously not the best haircut I've ever received, but it's definitely the best haircut I've ever given myself. 
And she's like, whatever, I'll take it. I'm like, listen, I'll, I'm like, I'm not going to come see you for a while. So it'll grown out. You won't even know. <laughs> she's just like, whatever. Oh my and I'm God. like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I shit on your craft by thinking I could do it myself with some fucking, some fucking cutting shears, shit paper too. shears. Oh my God. But it honestly, if it, it it's thicker and it's better because like it was like so thin that like when i would br- like it was thick on top but thin on the bottom so when i'd brush it it was like it, like it wouldn't go through yeah oh you have curly hair you don't understand straight hair no i just i'm just <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> yeah anyways it's better is the point <laughs> you know what sucks about having curly hair that i don't think anybody with straight hair can understand is all that, that body is that what that sucks so bad all, all that all that nice luxurious thickness is that when you you do <laughs> hair tutorial videos yeah that shit's not gonna work at all ever i can't i can't separate my hair into little sections and like braid it and twist it or whatever i can't do that what do you mean i'm sad about it black people do that shit all the time no, I mean, like, you can't, like, it has to be dry, and then you just, like, put, like, little doodads in it or whatever, and, like, it doesn't work like that for us. Well, let me tell you something about my straight-ass hair. My straight-ass, okay. no-pigment, white-ass hair. Uh, <laughs> skull hair. My skull. My corpse hair. <laughs> I don't know why that kills me every time. <laughs> With the kid I nannied for, they hadn't cut his hair at all. I remember and, it! It's awful! Yeah, and I would call it corpse hair, and Aubrey would just die. So, you know, I don't know. I know how, I know how to make a Leo laugh. Let's just <laughs> anyway. I, uh, the things with my straight-ass hair is, even if you don't wash your hair for four days, four or five days, and it's, it's a prank of, like, grease, and it's like you put so much product in it that it's like, I don't know how it's not going to hold curl. It still won't hold a curl. <laughs> like, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening with this hair. Like, I curled my hair for Alex's uh, birthday the other day, and it was sprinkling for, like, 30 seconds, and it was done. It was done. I, I sweat for, like, a minute, and it was done. <laughs> I was just like, screw this. I'm putting it up. The skull hair's going up. <laughs> the, the corpse hair's going up. I always love your hair. Every time I see you, I'm always like fucking jealous. I'm like, do you make you make everything look good? It look, all looks good. Mine, I have to put it in a bun, I or mean, have it be the first day it exists out of the shower. We're all just lying to ourselves. Then. Yeah, like you can't do shit with my hair either. It just is what it is, I mean, and like you can't get a too. job for it. Because you show up like looking like a little like you took one nap and they're like this girl <laughs> has well, struggled. Well, I, I got ready the other day to watch Sophie because I feel bad that I always look homeless when I go pick up Alex from school. And by the time I went and picked him up, like my makeup was off, <laughs> and like my hair was all over the fucking place. Like it looked like I took a nap. I hadn't because she's so GD crazy. I was just like, whatever. Why try? Like <laughs> why try? I think my eye was swollen because I had an allergic reaction from Ace. <laughs> like, whatever. Beauty standards are impossible, okay? I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a homeless head and that's that. <laughs> One of my friends
Liz told me she can't wait until we're parents at the pickup line and we're just like wearing my pajamas and Burks is what she said. She's like, you'll be in your Burks. And I was like, okay, you see me. And she's like, and we'll just all be like wearing our homeless clothes, smoking I, weed I and being wearing, like, come on, kids. <laughs> I was wearing my Burks today and my socks have say the fuck on them. So <laughs> that's what I picked up, Alan. I was like, whatever. I just think it's really funny that she wants to be smoker mom with me, you know? <laughs> come on. Let's go. Well, I'm the only one who says thanks to the fucking crossing guard. <gasps> no What's way. What's that about? No yeah. way. Yeah. They've lost respect. The children no, have lost respect for and, and the, the adults. adults for their service people. They're crossing guards at the school. I'm like I still remember my cross I still I remember crossing guards by name. Thanks, Loretta Burt. I hate, fucking hated my crossing guard. She was a hoe, but I I don't think that was her thanks. name actually, but it was is my probably my mom's lesbian lover's mom. <laughs> we were over there a lot. Her name wasn't Ho. <laughs> <laughs> the new catchphrase in our house has been you dumb bitch. You dumb but what why? Because <laughs> I that's what I text my mom. <laughs> oh, what part bitch. of no contact do you not understand, you dumb bitch? You dumb bitch. <laughs> so like everybody now to us is like you dumb bitch. You dumb bitch. <laughs> My sister and I call each other a stupid dummy bitch. Because uh her gay best friend's niece called him that once when she was like three. And she's probably older than I am. <laughs> We've been calling each other stupid dummy bitch ever since. <laughs> it's funny what what keeps you you know (laughs) yeah we're having a good time i know i don't know what this i still don't know this This is the podcast this is the episode bobby (laughs) why are you surprised i'm doing so well this time (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about this is a very good episode I just don't know. I just wish the shortage of chicken would go away. I want chicken tendies to come back to the uh, to the, the grocery store. I miss them. Yeah. All I'm tired of this inflation, honestly. like. No, it's because of the bird flu. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, so the conspiracy on TikTok is that they're just, like, not... They're feeding... They're contaminating the chicken feed so that the eggs don't lay. Well, there was like a bird flu before Thanksgiving that knocked out like a huge population of the bird population. Mm. But okay, let's do conspiracies. That's fun too. <laughs> I mean, I'm usually down. That's just one that's like easily provable that it's just not for real. Um, but uh, yeah, like a, like a, it affected this particular area too. Yeah, so it's an avian bird flu. So it just like that's why the turkeys were more expensive and stuff, and that's why eggs are so pricey because the things that are ha- laying them died because of a flu. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, damn. All right. But if so... you want to get it, like, <laughs> sorry, I wasn't fun on that one. I was just like, no, <laughs> I'm, shut- I'm shutting her down. No, we're not doing that. So now let's talk about. Um... <laughs> Mixed sexual orientation marriages. Okay. So we're in Utah and you get married young and you're Uh pounded, pounded, 
that's an appropriate word <laughs> you are like it's beat into know. your head this purity culture and then you okay. get married and you you don't know how to say you're gay or you know you're gay and you think it's gonna go away you know anybody like that yeah you <laughs> yeah me <laughs> and like everybody else okay <laughs> No, I think there's plenty of straight couples. I know bi couples like Cassidy, who was on the pod. She's bi, and her last relationship, her last marriage, she, her husband was bi. Hmm. And now she's in a bi, she's married to a straight guy. So I think it happens. But, like, Cassidy knew she was bi when she got married, so it's different. I also think that sexuality can fluctuate a lot because it's pretty fluid. And especially like if you're like... Pussy! Sorry. It's epic for sure. She'll, <laughs> you guys better get on Tinder quick. No, I'm banned. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I don't know. I've just known a lot of people, and that's probably because I have a little more queer connection than I used to. And maybe that's why I'm like hearing more about it. But there's been a lot of queer people come out in the recent uh, couple of years to me and like it's hard to be in a mixed sexual orientation marriage well let's talk about it why tell me okay um it's hard when like spencer's straight and he doesn't really understand like growing up and being attracted to the same sex and and how being raised in purity culture can make you feel like this is this is your choice this is like what you have to do and like so but he's also like sympathetic like he wants me to be authentic and like I totally want to be authentic too and that's why I came out and like said this isn't like Stop being mean to gay people, pretty much. Because <laughs> you're being mean to me, and I don't like it. Um, but there's, like... And what other people don't understand also is that, like, I love and care about very much Spencer. And even when we got married, I knew what I was choosing. I was still afraid of being bi, but being bi meant that I like loved and was attracted to and felt very fulfilled by my relationship with Spencer. And so me coming out is not about that, but there's always this like weird thing that Spencer is like, well, do you want this? Or like, like, what does that mean for us? So that's always going to be a conversation of our relationship, even if, the answer changes or doesn't change it's always just gonna be it's like an insecurity for him yeah and for me too right because like <sighs> i want him to be happy in our relationship i don't want him to feel insecure i want him to believe me when i say i love you like i think we're both like kind of just like tiptoeing around each other sometimes and like having hard conversations when we don't have a lot of alone time because he works halos around 
our we're our brains are fried at the end of the day like it's taken a lot to have these conversations gotta bring and, back the love letter yeah, man to like to like reconnect and reassure each other that like i love you and i want this for the long haul type of thing i think uh I think it's interesting because he must know fundamentally that you this is something that you need to experience that you have it because he's not worried about you cheating with another man. He's worried about you cheating on him with a woman, correct? Sure. Now, are you is it cheating if you discuss it and you guys you've talked about it in the past that you guys have discussed it. So if you discuss it is it cheating? No, right? Right, because it it has to be within the parameter like you have to be honest with your relationship. Like the cheating is when you're dishonest. Right. And so like right. fidelity is what I'm after. Fidelity to the promises that I've made fidelity to the words that I'm saying fidelity to, you know, maybe being a little more clear on my intentions as well so that we have less and less like iffy things. So the security is more secure. But I think another thing that we recently discovered is I have an insecure attachment style. And actually, so does he because of the way he was raised in his family dynamic. Like, so we kind of have these like insecurities that we have to face together in order to create a more secure attachment. But that's been, you know, a long time. since I like came out to him like <laughs> six years ago or something. Yeah, but it, I mean, there. How much of you like needs to test the bisexual waters? How, like, is there like a part of you that's like so distracted by that? I think it's probably like twenty percent of my marriage. I think. Damn, am I really not gonna like get to fuck a woman? Because that's a lot of percent. <laughs> yeah, well, because. I love my husband so much and we have a, right. and I, I'm not trying to brag about it, but we have a really great friendship. So we connect on like that level. We have really great chemistry, like fucking good sex. I'm not complaining about that ever at all. And right. we have an intimate relationship with like our jokes and our thoughts. And like, we, we talk and discuss ideas and books and movies and tv shows even if they're like fucking too hot to handle like we have discussions that like create this intimacy so that fucking rocks like uh -huh. there's no instance on earth that i would sacrifice my security with him to pursue a relationship where i would want to fuck a woman like it's just there's just too much but i think Dang, that's like, I, I have a regret that I wasn't honest with myself before marriage because I still think that Spencer and I could have had something, whatever, like, I don't think a prior sex life would have turned him off from me and me from him. Like, does that make sense? So yeah, I think yeah, yeah. both of us have these like regrets where he's insecure. He thinks... Like, I could have been hoeing around, too. Like, I didn't hoe around like I wanted to. So, right. like, if you want to hoe around, like, we can do this all together. But then I know 
that in so many, like, so many instances, like, you're not the exception, you are the rule. When you open up your marriage and when you open up your sex life, your, your relationship will suffer because you will have feelings about seeing the person that you love pursue somebody else. And like, I feel that about Spencer and I know that Spencer feels that about me. Have you guys talked about swinging though? Not swinging. Ethical (laughs) non-monogamy. Where does he want to go out and be a hoe? Yes. I mean, no, he says that he, and this is like really personal, I guess, but whatever. (laughs) Whatever. He says that he, um, he, he knows that like, I would like to figure it out, like not figure it out, but just like have an experience, but he knows how much that would invest. And he's like, I could do that too. But then I think about, I think about we could just invest that time together and that's where I want to spend my time. And I think, yeah, that's exactly what I want. Like, it's just, it's just the fact, Bobby, that like, I'm not going to be a polygamous wife, so I'm not going to see any ladies naked that way. (laughs) And like, I'm never going to be intimate enough with another person to be able to have an experience with the same gender. Like, it's just going to be an unfulfilled part of my life, I feel like. I'm trying to fill it in other ways. I'm trying to develop deeper, more meaningful relationships with my female friends and use my voice in honesty with them so that we develop a sense of trust and, like, an intimacy that way. Like, I'm trying to fill this desire. You're trying trying to be friends first, huh? I'm just... (laughs) My mom was right about you, Kendra. No, that's not it. Like, <laughs> I. Sorry. I'm it's fine. okay. It's okay. Do you know what? Thanks for saying that because I I almost got my feelings hurt. But now I know where you're at, okay? <sighs> I need to stop taking this so seriously, too. Oh, you really do. It really doesn't fucking matter. No, I mean, I just, I wonder what it, where it's at because, like, I, so many of my friends come to me, uh, one of my friends is going through something with her marriage right now, and she's her, she's married to an addict, and it's just hard, and she's talking to me about it, and I'm just like, yeah, he's just being an addict, like, he's just being stupid, like, just don't talk to him, like, it's not that big a deal, and she's like, he's my husband, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how that feels. Because I'm like, I know that I'm like, hey, just stop talking to the bitch for a minute and he'll pull his head out of his ass. You know, he he doesn't need all these cushions all laying all around. That's what addicts need. Like, that's what they like, you know. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, if it was my husband, how would I act? I have no idea because I've been single my whole life. You Mm -hmm, know what I mean? mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I know what's in my genetics. I've watched my mom fall at so many dumbass men's feet and just be like, I'll do whatever. And I kind of get stupid too, but like, I'm just like, I don't know what it's like to be in a relationship. I don't know what it's like to not know, not to be sure about my sexuality or to finally have like an epiphany and be sure. Sure. Uh, everyone thinks that one's coming, but I don't think it is. <laughs> well, then there's like, so 
I have so I have a lot of single friends and I'm I hear the fucking horror stories and I see like the red flags everywhere and like I would never want to be single no fucking way and if I'm gonna be single I'm just gonna be single that's gonna be it I think like I don't know like <laughs> I am not interested in trying to pee on somebody like <laughs> I'm not interested in that either god damn it <laughs> I'm just saying like I don't want to be <laughs> you just want to be peed on I get it. Hurt. I joined. I somehow joined a Facebook group that like compares. Oh my god! Every time you talk to me about these groups that you're in, I'm like, what are you doing on the internet? <laughs> I'm even a loner on the internet. I'm like not communicating with people on the internet. I'm just like looking at memes and like reading articles, you know, being an ableist because I'm not listening to articles. I'm reading them. <laughs> you do not get your feelings hurt i'm not <laughs> let's just see what's next so i think that brings us to soft swinging what's soft swinging like making out with people at, at a club or something yeah like you and you so there was this uh over last fall i think maybe summer there was that whole tiktok like undercover um, Instagram or like in influencer, like they were all influencers or whatever. And they were all soft swinging and they were all like making out with each other's husbands is pretty much what it was. Oh yeah. 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 I saw that. Yeah. So like that's going on in this culture where it's like all of these little building blocks lead to like weird shit. And that's why I feel, I really do feel like if we maybe got out of this state, I don't know, somebody from not this state write in and say if dating is weird in your area. But, like, dating is weird here. I feel like there's just, like, I know I know of people who swing in Richfield. I know that there's, like, swingers in Richfield. I was made aware of the situation in Panguitch recently. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really remember all of the details uh, because I don't really care that much. Like, whatever. Carry on with your bad selves, Pink Town, you fucking bastards. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just think people are just bored. Mm. And they want to stay in their, like, they don't want to, like, dis destroy their life, but they're bored. Mm. That's what it is, right? You're just bored, right? Like, that's all I can surmise. <laughs> Unless you're doing it from the get-go. Because usually it comes to, like, a certain point. Like, it's people of a certain age are swinging. It's not like they immediately start swinging. I see. You know? And I feel like it's always the people who think that, like... <laughs> they're like, hey, doc, give me a husband stitch. It's always those kind of people who are swinging. You know what I mean? <laughs> After the wife has the baby, you know. Is that? What about. No, I don't know what you're I know what you're talking about, but you're saying that's related to swinging or something? No, it's like the kind of guy that would, like, ask the doctor for that. It's, the oh. type of, it's like the type like NASCAR people. People who go to the dunes. They're all swinging? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I feel like that's the swingers. Listen, do you know what? I have a friend people who, who are like, going to pal. I have a friend who spends so much time looking at couple like people's in 
Facebook pictures and like who's tagging who in whatever post. And I'm just like, who the fuck cares? They want to fuck each other. Just fucking let them. Well, the reason why I care, I mean, I don't actually care that much, but the, the reason why I would care if I lived in that area probably is because at one point or another, I'd gotten a lecture from someone in the group that told me that I wasn't living my life properly. Or these are the type of people who post like gays are ruining the sanctity of marriage or something mm. on their Facebook. So there, there's a, it's a brand of hypocrisy is what you're saying. They're like, you don't like yeah, that Yeah, so like usually like <laughs> people that that's usually what's going on. And I'm, I don't really follow anyone on social media um, because of this. Like, it's just like, I'm just like, whatever. But like back in the day, like when I was living in Penguin or something, people would post the most hateful shit that if they did anything out of line i was immediately on them and i'd be like well look at this <laughs> my 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 how the turntables <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's kind of what it is because like i don't give a shit swing for the fences bitches yeah. but like i also am like don't worry about what anyone else is doing either whether yeah. it's whatever they want with their bodies or if someone wants to fucking if a guy wants to suck someone other other guy's dick let him do it you know yeah but it's always the people who are doing shit like this that are the ones that have something to say about why weren't you at church on sunday like Uh, suck my dick that's why you know what i mean yeah so it's more about not giving a fuck what other people think of you yeah like i don't give a shit right but they shouldn't (laughs) be like being hypocrites about him yeah don't be a fucking hypocrite like do do you bro but i'm so it's like the honesty thing it's like yeah be honest with your spouse about your yeah. intentions about shit and like then you and, won't be and cheating not, and not your interpretation of honesty just honesty <laughs> like not what you've convinced yourself is the truth what the actual truth is yeah yeah, just yeah, yeah. go be honest yes like there's i hate when people do that when they justify things it's like if you have this conversation like if there is in any part of your mind where you think they wouldn't like that they probably wouldn't like that you should go talk to them about that Mm -hmm. because you are in a marriage and i don't want to be made out to be a fool ever especially in a marriage especially when i have your children especially you know when i'm taking care of your household so it's like (laughs) if we're gonna do this like i don't need to know every detail but I also feel like that's part of the thing, too, is it's like if you are in an open relationship and your spouse gets to the point where they're like, they need to know every detail, they are getting jealous, stop. Stop mm-hmm. hooking up with that other person. You know what I mean? You, right. You know what I mean? You can't just be like, well, whatever, we agreed to it, so it's where I'm doing it. You know, you can't be like right. a dick like that. Like, you have to actually take into consideration that you're there's another person involved right. in it. I'm sure there are right. successful th- things, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> that's the thing is, like, you do have to be honest. If you love that person, just be honest. Say, this is what I'm noticing in myself, X, Y, Z. I just thought you should know about that because it seems important. If that's, if you're not, oh, this is what I was saying. Some marriages just don't work out. You grow as a person and you, and it's like, that's fucking cliche. You grew apart, right? Mm -hmm. You grew up into people that weren't compatible anymore. Whether that's you recognize something about yourself that you weren't fully, fully blossomed into, or like you just change your mind, okay? Like, have the decency right. for yourself to just be like, let's be honest, this is not working. Let's work it out. 
Well, I sometimes wonder too, like, I didn't know I was going to be here making a case for swinging. Never thought that was going to be a thing. <laughs> but maybe, like, the reason why swinging is, seems unsuccessful is because it's, like, a last-ditch effort to save a marriage that's failing. They're yeah. like, well, let's try this. Well, let's try, you know, like, let's yeah. try something to stay. So I don't know. I think, like, these things are so complicated to me where it's just to me, like, I've always been like, if you don't want to be with the person you're with, don't be with them. Mm-hmm. But the more progressive we get as a society and stuff, I'm like, you know, whatever floats people's boats. For some reason, I am a huge target on the dating apps for people who are swingers or who are in polyamorous relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't want to join. I don't want to join you. Okay. Yeah. Couples out there, hear me. I don't want to join you. <laughs> Just look at my beaver picture and go. You know. <laughs> um, so some people, so this thing that's called ethical non-monogamy is that where you communicate openly and honestly with your partners, make sure that you both, you and your partner agree, discuss your long-term relationship goals, check in on with one another regularly and establish clear boundaries and expectations like, this is supposed to be the foundation of an ethical, non-monogamous relationship. Um, so, like, people are doing this. Some people are doing this. Um, I did ask some of my Instagram followers if they had any insights on, like, swinging, cheating, whatever, whatever the thoughts were around, like, sex in Utah culture. Um... So these are just all anonymous uh, submissions from people. Uh, somebody said, people use the umbrella term ethical non-monogamy without discussing boundaries, and it leads to hurt feelings and issues. So that was one yeah, of them. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, yeah. people don't, like, they're like, oh, well, we're just saying that we're in an open relationship, and that's the where the communication is, and it's like, bitch, it's, you're not being open, though. Yeah. Somebody else said, I'm not convinced we were ever meant to be monogamous in the way we currently are for society. While it benefits systems like health insurance, tax filing, we were never meant to have all of our needs met through one person. That includes... Yeah, but that's also that's also bullshit, though, because as a single person, I struggle so hard. They make it hard to be single, and that's bullshit. Like, that, this is just some bullshit republican value family value shit they want us to all be paired up and that's religious shit too yeah like it's like all Ugh. anyway continue she says that they say i don't know who <laughs> responded that includes social mental physical emotional um and then said very rarely have i met people whose spouse fills all four effectively and if we looked at relationships as non-binary if your girlfriends fill your social needs, but you identify as straight, it's okay. But if I went wasn't straight, I consider them an potential partner. I don't know what that last part says, but like, it's saying that like it's saying that like um, what they're saying is your you have a person who meets like like Micaiah meets all of my like uh, emotional yeah. Into intimate needs, but we don't fuck. So, technically, they're gonna be like a guy on the side. Like I could go spend the whole evening with Micaiah and then go fuck another guy, have that relationship, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, I if see, Lakai I see, see. and I, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm not saying, like, I'm just using that as an example. Not, Makai and I are just friends. Right. But right, I'm right. saying that, like, if for some reason, like, or let's just do it the other, the other way. Because I said that if Makai and I ever did get together, he'd have to fuck other girls because his sex drive's way more advanced than mine. Like, sure. I just, uh-uh. So it would be like, it would be like he and I spent the whole day together. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to go get my, go hook up with this chick. I'd be like, cool, have a good, good one. Right. You know, so I'll see right. you, whatever. Right. So yeah, I, I think that. that's what they're talking about. Like you get your intimacy and like your comfort and whatever with one person, but you're also, ex- you know, you're extending your sex drive just because some people like there are asexual people out there who are in relationships with non-asexual people Yeah. who the non-asexual person's needs need to be met. So how yeah. are they met? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> that's kind of what I mean by when I say I'm pretty polyamorous. It's not that I'm like going around and fucking a bunch of people, but I do want to share like genuine love and interest in people. And like, I was ashamed of the way that I felt love for people because it felt like, like pretty deep for me. And Uh then it felt like I was supposed to be, putting that towards Spencer only. And so it made me kind of shut down a lot of different, like genuine, like things. Like I just thought it meant more when I said, I just love you. I just love you. Like I'm holding space for you. I like this thing about you. Like that make, that creates adoration that I have for you. I love you. Like, well, I mean, but I've, I, we, I think this is probably just our fucked up. I don't know if it's because of our culture or because of our fucked up, you know upbringing because i i've struggled with the same thing and i've never been married where i get in these intense not there might not even be intense just really kind loving friendships with men and i think that i'm in love with them and i'm not we're just homies like Mm -hmm. with andy you know like andy's a really good example he's just so kind and um like loving and he always has time for me and like all this stuff and i thought that I was in love with him I'm not (laughs) he's married he's happily he's a happily married man Mm -hmm. but we are just have a very deep friendship maybe it's not even it's just he's just a nice guy you know what I mean but like it's just like I had to learn (laughs) that you can really love someone and it doesn't have to be sexual yeah you know and I think that's a weird thing that we never learned as in our culture too, because I mentioned this too, when one of my friends from high school came home from his mission and he got married and his wife, or he was engaged or something. And his wife, his wife or fiance was a day behind him coming home for Christmas. So I went and picked him up and we went for a cruise like we used to back in the olden days. Mm -hmm. And we got in trouble for it. Mm -hmm. Like he got yelled at by his parents Mm -hmm. when he got home. They're, They're like, you can't just be driving around with girls in cars. And it's like we were listening to music and catching up. Like mm-hmm. nothing sexual even crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what crossed his mind because I wasn't in it. <laughs> but it's like we, this is what we did because we were friends. Yeah. And then he and then got being his in purity pa- culture, it was just like right blew out of the water. Right. And like I would have never like I like his wife. Like I would have never done that to his wife, you know. Mm-hmm. So like. Or, and I didn't want to blow up his life either. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just not something I would have done. But he got in trouble by his parents, and then he got mad at me. And I remember just being like, 
So that probably is part of the thing where I think, okay, if I am feeling a certain way and with you, it's probably hard too, because you're attracted to, you know, not just men. Right. Multiple genders. Yeah. So I don't know. It's something I had to learn too. So don't feel like a total mutant. I mean, <laughs> I, I am a just total a little, mutant, honestly. Just a little bit though. <laughs> I'm in therapy though. So it's fine. Look, bitch, I'm in therapy, okay? <laughs> I went to yoga today. I just have this, like, desire to be connected with my body again. Like, um, if you, for those of you listening who don't know what dissociating from your body feels like, uh, uh-huh. sometimes I just don't even know what my body is doing. Um, and it's just existing outside of my consciousness. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, dude. I I don't know if you noticed, but I fucking may have broken my ankle, and I don't even I don't even feel it. So yeah, I I know what dissociating yeah. from my goddamn body. Is. Uh, I'm taking yoga now so that I can be aware of be inside myself, pretty much like trying to be on the phone less i'm trying to be in social media less i'm trying to like sleep more so that my brain cannot be foggy like i'm trying uh-huh. to actually take care of myself cuz i think i think uh therapy is actually making me want to be alive yeah it has that effect god damn it yeah like I actually, it's like a really weird feeling to, I like had this realization a couple days ago. It's just like, God, like I got a crown on my tooth because I expected to like be around for a minute, be around. And, yeah. uh, and I care about the state of affairs for like when my kid's alive and like, I want to watch her grow up. And like, I think think i want to be around and like therapy i've been going to therapy i've been wanting to be inside my body i've been wanting to take care of my body yeah jesus you know yeah can i tell you something yeah totally off topic i don't know i'm 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 high but uh i watched sophie for three days straight okay Mm -hmm. and um the first two days she was just up in my leg hair like my my legs were hairy and she just was like rubbing up on him and I was just like the second day like first of all I'm talking about like your body and stuff I'm getting the point too where I'm in touch with my body even though I did not feel that ankle thing I don't know what the fuck that was about Mm. but (laughs) I was getting to the point where like everybody was touching me and I was getting to the point where I was like don't touch me (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. I was getting to that point in the day you know you know what I'm talking about yes I do she was like touching my leg hair. yes i do so uh lots of moms are touched out at all times they're just like god yes, damn it yes. leave me alone no i was thinking about every mom out there and i was like ace was touching me sophie was touching me and so was al and um there an ipad was going uh, modern <clears throat> warfare was going and Sophie was squilling about something. Oh my god, girl. And there was like 35 minutes left to go. And I was just like, she, anyways, she was rubbing on my long ass leg hair. So I got home 
and I took my Benadryl because I've been with Ace and cut my hair and then took care of my leg hair. (laughs) And in the morning we were sitting on the couch and she went to like rub my leg hair and I could see her like go to rub it and like stop (laughs) and like do a quick to be like, where did it go? (laughs) Like I'm watching this all out of the corner of my eye. So apparently she liked that leg hair and I took it away from her. What? My comfort (laughs) hair. (laughs) She's like, do you want this to stop? And then the, like, like the hurried, hard fill for it. I was like dying. (laughs) So in, uh, as soon as I got out on my own, I got like a laser hair removal package because Uh I was going to singles ward and I didn't want to shave my legs. Right. So I started wearing maxi skirts. I love maxi skirts. Fuck man. yeah, those good maxi skirts. Those need to make a comeback. Maxi real. skirt and then under the maxi skirt, sweatpants, bitch. Because you know what is so nice? Oh, that's so smart. Going to church in your fucking pajamas. <laughs> but also, I feel like the maxi skirt are pajamas. There's the pajamas of skirts for sure. Oh, they you know were what? so comfy. I, I'd like to go. I'd like to go like. You know, I like to free ball in those. Like, I like to not wear underwear in those. And if you wear, it makes your butt look a little bit bigger. So the men are like, mm-hmm. you know the face. You know the face. The squinty eyes and the teeth. Biting the lip. Anyway, I went on this date with this. I went on this date with a return missionary. And this is what dating return missionaries is like. He took me to a trampoline park. So that we could jump around and he can watch my boobs bounce. But you know what he didn't expect that day was that I wore jeans. Duck shape. I did not realize we were going to a trampoline store and they don't allow jeans at a trampoline store. You have to rent their uh, basketball shorts. So this man who took me to a trampoline store to watch my titties bounce actually ended up watching my hairy ass legs <laughs> the entire time. Could you That's imagine like being distracted by from these tits by those legs? Uh, I immediately. I bet you could grow some hair on those legs. Too. I fucking could, man. I could. <laughs> I took my ass. Down like, to welcome to the jungle. <laughs> to <laughs> ideal image, laser hair removal, and said, "If I don't take care of this, I'm never going to land a man because I don't want to shave my legs. I I don't like, like doing I need, it. You're like I need the machete package, please. <laughs> please the take machete. care of me from here to here. Thank you. Yeah, and like Spencer married me for my legs for sure." My legs and my tits. So, I mean, investments. <laughs> I uh, I don't have any black hair on my body. That's so fucking lucky, man. I have, like, a little bit of, like, darkish, dark, dark blonde hair in certain spots, but that's it. Do you know why I'm friends with Dan from Richfield? Dan, you know who Rick you are. Uh, Barton. <laughs> he was your brother's age, remember? Sister's age? He was a senior when we were freshmen. He sat by me Uh, in seminary and he said, wow, you have really dark arm hair. (laughs) 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I wore long sleeve shirts for the rest of my life. Because I wasn't going to shave my arms. Boys. Boys, boys, boys. But that's why we're friends. He still listens, I hope. Maybe not. We got a little rowdy for a while. Uh, did I tell you that I got a random-ass call from Salina the other day? <laughs> and what did it say? I didn't fucking answer. I you got know. two. It was, like a, it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, who in the hell from Salina? You know what? No. I'm not I'm not trying to get involved with Salina, Utah, ever. <laughs> like, ever. I'm not trying to be Richfield snooty. But listen, I am never in my life trying to get involved in Salina, Utah, unless it's El Mexicano, trying to give me a lifetime supply. But it would have said El Mexicano. It didn't, and they would not have been calling oh me. My God. You know what I just put together? I used to have a big crush on this kid that lived in a trailer in Salina. A big crush uh-huh. on him. I used to dream that our parents would go, oh my God, this gets more methy by the minute. Oh God. Our parents were going to go <laughs> on a camping trip together uh-huh. for like a couple of weekends and like we would be like making out in the woods together and then people would tell me i was like i have a crush on this guy in salina what's his name and then they'd be like that family's a meth family i was like no it can't be like i'm a meth family it can't be they were they fucking were the entire time they were meth family that's why my parents that's why my mom went over there to get you know to get the meth yes i've said it before and i'll say it again I'm in love with Dwayne Lee Chapman because he's Doc the Bounty Hunter's son and he gets it. Like his dad was a meth head growing up and I don't have to explain the, I don't have to explain it. No commentary needed. We grew up in the same culture. He gets it. And I would, I would marry Dwayne Lee Chapman today. I would marry him right now. We would, we could go to Wendover, marry me now, Dwayne Lee. I love that. You know, (laughs) it's a, it's a thing. Sometimes you are weirdly attracted to people who have been through the same, you know, when your dad has a mullet well past when he should, (laughs) part of you, part of you dies a little and your heart dies a little and only someone else's dead heart can replace that. You got to exchange dead heart parts. You know what? And you know what I mean? I 100% know why I like compliment every old man on their mustaches because my grandpa had a mustache and I'm just like... It's a weird grandparent thing. I'm like, oh, everybody with a mustache. I love your mustache. It's weird. I get it. Little mullets. You're like every, every, every old person I see with a mustache. Man, woman, whatever. I compliment <laughs> it. It's not going to be me, though. It's going to be me. Because I'm going in for I've that had... laser hair removal therapy again. Listen, I've had that It's Going to Be Me song yeah. uh, stuck in my head probably since we have done that episode that long <laughs> that's like almost two years bro you owe me i'm gonna repost it again i'm gonna see how many people are gonna fall for it again oh my god <laughs> the drama you're like my life's been so dramatic <laughs> it's part it's of like, my heritage oh, i like it oh wait i'm the one who causes the drama <laughs> it's me <laughs> you know what's really bugging me right now though what? is the people who are like uh I have Atlantis as uh, the breakup song. You have roses or flowers. We are not the same. Oh, it's who like, the bitch, fuck it's like cares? bitch. We can all have. To, we can all. Guess what? Guess what? We should all be breaking up more often. Okay. <laughs> well, and also, guess who had? Guess what? They, guess what? The generation before that had. They had fucking dreams, and we shared that. They shared that with us. Mm-hmm. So why don't we share 
Alanis with the next gen with the uh, the generation, and we'll all just listen to Flowers because I guess I'm getting pop culture now because of the reels that I watch because I'm addicted to reels, <laughs> and I'm upset. Mm, yes, girl. I know you posted something on your story today that I was like, I sent that to you like two weeks ago. But cool about being the cool aunt or something. I'm only, I'm only, so, I, I, it took me a while to get, he reminds me of someone from Richfield and I can't remember who, who it is. And that person was in my quote unquote bad friend group. Mm. The bad friend, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. bad friend group. Mm-hmm. And for some reason they made me uncomfortable probably because they were assholes. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've seen all of his other characters, right? No. That guy's characters. No. The aunt. I see what you're saying though. But, like, I can't figure out who it is, but, like, I've only recently come around to him, so. Just send me a it's... screenshot of the face that you see when you're, like, that's the guy. I don't know who he is, and then I'll I'll know, because I'm autistic, kind of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, this person says, my ex-husband was cheating on me repeatedly. I suspected, but once I got an STD, it was confirmed. It did a lot of damage to me emotionally and mentally of never feeling enough. Then being then feeling violated when I was being treated from someone else's nasty bacteria. Um, I feel like that's like part of what we were talking about. Like, please have enough respect for your person to just like, yeah, be honest and say I want to see other people. Yeah, I feel like uh, with cheating, a lot of times it's like it's not the the act of sex it's everything else else around it Mm -hmm. the betrayal around it the all of this stuff yeah (laughs) like when i have i talked about when i was a nanny and the husband was cheating no so oh my god fucking i hate it i hated being a nanny so bad it was the worst experience ever so of course me perfect me uh you so want your own kids you (laughs) No, so what I would do is I would go to the gym for two hours at night, and then I would go to McDonald's. That would I would always do that. So mm-hmm. you know, it would just like it would cancel each other out, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, and usually, because both my my uh, my bosses were doctors, so uh, <laughs> usually when I would get home, it was like eleven o'clock at night. They would be asleep, right? Uh-huh. So all and like all the lights would be off. So I walk in, I like pull up and all the lights are on. And I was like, what the fuck? So (laughs) I like, first of all, first of all, my first day, my first day I walk in, like, I'm like hanging out. uh, And his name is Judd and I want to give him a different name, but I'm not going to because it's just such a perfect fucking name. And he's like a Southern boy, right? He's such mm-hmm. an ass. Mm-hmm. And I love him. He was the only guy I liked in this family, right? He was the only person I liked in this family, surprisingly. <laughs> but I remember the day I met him texting. It was either my sister or my homie Zeta. And I was like, yeah, this dude's a fucking cheater. Oh. <laughs> I walk in and this is like, this is like eight months in to my year contract i hated everyone like i was sick of everyone's bullshit and uh the wife was pregnant and i was like here we fucking go you know (laughs) and i walked in and she's sitting on the couch like pouting and i'm like what's up (laughs) 
with my McDonald's. Oh my and she's like, she's like, just cheating on me. And I was like, cool, you get a divorce. <laughs> like, I was like, what are our next steps here? <laughs> I'm like, so we pack it up and shit. Like how how much we burn in it. Anyways, she ended up uh, leaving and brought her mom to the house and told me not to say a word to her mom. And her mom knew something was going on. She's like, Bobby, please tell me, please, please tell me, please tell me. I'm going crazy. Please tell me. And I was like, I was told not to. It's not my place. Everything's okay, though, I promise. Like, because she went, the, my boss, the, the woman went to California to stay with her aunt and had her mom come from Indiana to stay with the kids. Oh, wow. With me. I didn't tell her anything. But I knew everything. But I had to stay there with the mom while the husband was gone. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was just like, oh, my fucking Christ. So. <laughs> uh, I remember she let him come back into the house. And uh, she she came home from work one day and I just like handed her the kid and I was like, yeah, today was a good day. Da, 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 da. And she goes, I said something and she goes, she questioned me and I'm like, I'm not, why would I lie? And she goes, don't lie to me. And I go, what? what? <laughs> like she was, she was taking out all of her aggression on for you her, on me. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, okay, here's your kid. And I walked away and I walked upstairs and then another, and then she like came and like brought me dinner and tried to like make amends and stuff. And we got to a huge fight. But did she bring you and McDonald's? No, she brought me some shit. She made it was healthy. I was like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. And, um, didn't you notice my McDonald's bags? <laughs> Well, we got she and I got to like a screaming match. Judd came home. Of course, he was on her side because he just got a, yes. he just got caught cheating. Yes. And the way he got the way he got caught is that the chick he was cheating with, uh, who he brought up at dinner one time. I remember he, him bringing her up at dinner, and I remember just thinking, "Oh my god, he's fucking this girl!" Like I yeah. could, I knew he was cheating the whole yeah, time. Yeah, you you had his number right away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hit, her husband, the chick he was sleeping with, t- Facebook messaged my the, my boss. She, he sent her a message and said, hey, just so you know, our spouses are sleeping together. So that's how she found out. Jeez. Anyway. <laughs> I remember. Uh, anyways, so we're all like yelling at each other and they're like, oh, we understand if you want to leave. I'm like, you want me to leave? Like, I'm the only stable thing your kid has right now mm-hmm. you want me to fucking leave mm-hmm. like you guys are so fucking selfish i'm like you just want to hide your shame i'm like i'm not gonna renew my contract but i'm definitely not gonna leave right now like fuck you guys like you yeah. guys are so fucking shitty like yeah. you fucking suck anyways and then i remember one time like she punished judd so hard so fucking hard she punished him she punished him and i just told her too i was like you should just get a divorce like if you can't handle him she may go get an std check and everything which i totally understand i would do the same thing yes but it's also like if you're gonna stay in the marriage just to punish the person i think that's crazy too that's Mm -hmm. insane Mm -hmm. and i remember (laughs) like a month or two had passed and she had just been punishing him and punishing him. And um, I told her, I remember telling her to get a divorce. And she said, I wouldn't understand because I don't have a good relationship with God. And I was just like, at the point, at that point I was agnostic. I was still like, I still believed in God. I just mm-hmm. wasn't Mormon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
have you read the Bible, bitch? Because I have. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. like, like, that offended me. And then, because uh, I considered myself to be, like, more, re- like, spiritual. Yeah. And, in touch with than anybody you know um that's why i don't believe anymore but uh <laughs> <laughs> i remember the husband judd came home one day and i handed the baby over because i just had it like i i, I was get, everything was getting taken out on me and shit mm-hmm. and he went into like he went into the bathroom i went upstairs and i just heard him sobbing and i just went to my bathroom i went to, to my room and i just started laughing so hard <laughs> because i'm just like Why'd you get married, dude? Like, he didn't want to get married. He just wanted to live up to this lifestyle. So many people, and I remember calling my dad, because I called my dad crying, Mm -hmm. because I was like, it's too much. I'm like, this guy's fucking cheating. And um, I'm like, he doesn't care about, he doesn't care about his kid. He doesn't care about his wife. They just want, like, a Christmas card. And he's like, my dad's like, that's what people want. They just want a Christmas card. He's like, and that's just how it is. He's like, that's why they hired a 21 year old to brace their child, Bobby. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm. He's like, I think it's really cool that you're this young and you can see how terrible this is. He's like, this is why my dad is cool. He can talk you down like this. But he's mm-hmm. like, but he's like, yeah. He's like, he, they're doing what they're s- supposed to do. And I feel like that's where a lot of cheating comes into play is when you do what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. like Judd did. He got mm-hmm. married. He got married to this sweet girl who doesn't do ass play. <laughs> you know, she doesn't do. She doesn't shit on him in the desert. Uh, and that's what he wants. <laughs> and he wants to be this bachelor doctor who is whatever. But he also wants to please his southern parents and be like a distinguished gentleman. All of his friends were getting married, so he did too. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, he's running around, you know, and they have three kids now. My sister still stalks them on the social media and sends me stuff, even though I tell her I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Bob. I love you. I love you dearly. <laughs> she's, got, she's got those stalking skills. Um, <laughs> but I... Uh, I don't know. Like, I just think some people, yeah, I, some people w- just like to cheat too. And some people, like, I think Judge should have never, should never be married, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that brings us to, and if you haven't watched White Lotus season two, just skip ahead <sighs> or like stop listening, go watch it and then come back. Right. Uh, that couple uh daphne and what was his name i had the douchebag i don't know yeah uh (laughs) he was like not involved with the kids at all like there was that scene where she's like hey here's your here's your daddy like blah 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 and like it's the man that's financially paying for them to exist in the world that they exist in but like clearly he's not invested in them like he likes the chase of like other women and money and like that's their relationship is like she sleeps with the trainer they pretend that it's that guy's dad and like then they just sleep with other people and like they go on expensive vacations and like this is the contract that they they are in because they want to appear to be wealthy and together and like this instagram following story and whatever like well, but also she goes and she didn't cheat on him, did she, at the villa? No. So like But like she lets she leads him to believe that maybe she did and that's like part of their chase. Yes. And then so when like, uh he sleeps with Aubrey Plaza, I feel like she feels like 
is that a betrayal of their marriage? Like, were they not supposed to pursue their friends? But then, like, she takes them to that island and says, let's go this way. Right. It's implied that she and Ethan sleep together. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, is that what marriage is? Why not just stay single? Right. Like, is being But they've built single- this facade. They've built these is facades around Is being single that themselves. scary, though? Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess they'll have someone to go home to, right? Yeah, I guess. Like, that's what we want, right? Cartoons and candies. Little crybaby cuddles. I'm actually stoked that there's no one in my bed right now. I'm like, I'm so excited. (laughs) Because you didn't have to worry about the crumbs? (laughs) No, but I'm just excited that after this, I can, like, sprawl out. I text Micaiah because we were supposed to, like, be lazy on Sunday together. Mm -hmm. And I text him, and I'm like, hey, do you want to hang out then? And I was like, please say no, please say no, please say no. <laughs> and he was like, it took him forever to, like, the longer it takes him to respond, the more I'm like, cool, we're in the money, we're not hanging out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, yeah, can I'm just being like a slug, can I rain check? And I, like, look back and, like, behind, behind myself, and the way that I was sprawled from, like, edge to edge, like, every, I was touching every edge of the bed with my body. <laughs> and I was just like, Micaiah, if you could see the way that I was laying in bed right now. <laughs> You would understand the gift you just gave me. <laughs> I did not give you that gift today. You're like, do you want to just reschedule? I'm like, nah. I'll be in a good oh, enough I thought, mood. I thought that's what you were calling me to do, and I was going to hang up and immediately go back to bed because my I alarm know. had just gone off. I see. Otherwise, it would have taken me forever to go back to sleep, you know? But I was just oh, like, I see. all right. All right. Uh, the next person says, purity culture can eat a dick. Heavily agree. All right. Uh, I grew up LDS. Purity culture sucks. Happy to talk more about it. Monogamy isn't for everyone, but we're taught, and most Christians are, that it's the only way to have a relationship. I wonder how many happy and ethical poly people, polyamorous people, would be out there thriving if people were taught more about it. I do about that. Uh, I don't know. Cheating, in my opinion, is always a no. It implies the relationship outside of another relationship without the consent or knowledge to the other party. I think we talked about that. Well, well, cheating and polyamorous are two different things. Yes. Uh, This one says, I have been in an alternate relationship styles of different degrees since the age of 18. I am now in my 40s, mid 40s, and married for 15 years. We still continue to have alternate relationships. Interesting. And that's a Utah, I think. Cool. Uh, this person said, Purity culture snuffing out my sexuality to the point where I legit thought I must have been asexual. What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Through that microphone. I was like, did you? You didn't put this in here. No. I've legit thought I was asexual before. I. It took me a long time to come to the fact that I was like, to accept the fact that I was asexual. That's why I know that I am. Like, I was in denial about it for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to be like 
a slut like I like because I, I do I, I like like dick when I have you know <laughs> I like dick but like I yeah like I just everyone just needs to leave me alone <laughs> climb these walls boys <laughs> I do, uh, I'm not questioning your sexuality. I think uh-huh. it plays a never, factor in never. it. I think, <laughs> like it says, purity, fact, purity culture does play a factor in not really being able to figure out who you are at an early enough age. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I think, uh... I think if I wouldn't have been, there would have, there were so many instances where I could have just had like innocent hand holding or kisses or whatever when I was a little kid, like eight and up. Uh, but in my head, I was thinking, I can't do this until I'm 16 or else I will be smoked, you know? Oh, yeah. So, like. And I think also, like, being molested as a baby. Um, my mom really drove in like these are your private parts and you don't let anybody ex- like touch them ever 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 right. so there was always that so I wasn't kissing kids my fir- my genuinely first kiss people were like oh yeah we don't count that like those those kindergarten kisses or those like pre third grade kisses and I was just like I've never kissed anybody and never kissed anybody until I was 18 well, okay, this is one instance I remember. Um, so there was a house behind my house that it was a rental, and it was always, like, the, like, bad kids that moved there, but it was always, like, the hot, like, like the BMX. So, like, so they were always something, like, kind of hot. you know, The like hot BMX bad kids. Or, yeah. Yeah, or, like, they had, like, a, like a, a dirt bike or something, you know. <laughs> so one summer uh, my brother hung out with, my brother and Seth Simpson, you know Seth Simpson, right? Mm-hmm. He's Seth, he's Seth Simpson now. Uh, they were hanging out with the brother, and I was hanging out with the brother's sisters that all lived in this house. And the brother had a crush on me, and <laughs> Jake and Seth were going to date the sisters. And they all we were like, let's all just date this summer. And I was like 11, and I just feel like that would have been so good for me. <laughs> It would have been, like, good on my trajectory to just kind of, like, and Jake would have been there. It would have been safe for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. To have, like, like, because this guy wouldn't have gone too far because Jake would have been there. Right. But I let the religion get into my head. And I was, like, and I might have been actually when we were 12 because that might have been when I might have gone into the basement and been, like, I'm going to read the book. You know, because I might have felt, like, so guilty that I went in and read the Book of Mormon and the Bible. But, like, we were all going to date each other, and I let the religion 100% get in the way and be like, mm-hmm. nope, no, 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 nope, this is bad, this is bad. And I regret, I do regret that because I would have been in that safety. Like, Jake was a year older, Seth was a year younger. Um, I was, these girls were my friends. You know, the boy was, you know, dangerous, but, like, he would have kept, he would have been on his best behavior. And I just wish I wouldn't have been in purity culture and just would have had like that normal youth experience. Yeah. Agreed. With the neighborhood boy, you know? Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) Because 
it would have I feel like it would have helped me in a lot of ways like it would have yeah. made me confident like confident. in life yeah. that's in that, life. that's the ba- main thing I think yeah. of is like confident in dating confident in myself be like I can. I know I can pull these numbers. I've got like a body count now or some shit. You know what I mean? Well, and I remember like after like I built up kissing so much mm-hmm. and sex so much in my mm-hmm. head, and then after it finally happened, I was like, that wasn't even a big deal. Like I don't give a shit. Right. And like I feel like imagine I would have had that relief, not sex, but like kissing at eleven, and then finally like sex at like I don't know 16, a regular 17, yes maybe sex nineteen age. or whatever. Yes. <laughs> like I. You know, I don't know. I just feel like things would have been different. Yeah. You know, purity culture definitely has stepped in on normal experiences and made them very awkward on more than one occasion. And yes. Just one of them. And yeah. at the same time, created a really predatorial environment. Oh, absolutely. For absolutely. So. Yeah. Well, it's only been three hours. What do you think? I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs> do we say these things? I guess so. Nothing else to report, I guess. Uh, not that I can think of. Are you doing okay? Are you depressed? I'm really tired. I'm run down. And I'm just like uh, doing my own thing, you know? Yeah, that usually means you're depressed, though. just laying low I just uh I'm like learning a lot I'm just like I'm yeah I'm not I'm fine totally okay. fine alright yeah I'm gonna believe right. you because we trust each other okay yeah no I feel totally fine I was thinking about that because I was like oh you're totally doing fine and then I'm like yeah and then eventually and then immediately you get like suicidal you tell everyone you're fine and then you get and then all of a sudden you're suicidal. And I mean, I don't feel like that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I feel fine. But okay. yeah, I'm fine. So thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Right, well, we say these things. Name Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby. And our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true, as far as it is translated correctly. We'd be eternally grateful if you'd share the show with your friends, and check out our community at patreon.com slash isthistheplace, because even if this isn't the place, you are still the people making this possible. Thank you.